0: Welcome to the Godless Revolution. This is episode 127, I believe, right? We can go there. Matt's was 125 the the what matters. Yeah. Uh, and then last week with Meg and Matt was 126. So yeah, we're
2: 127. Dan's been practicing his counting.
0: Today <laughs> one horsey <laughs>
2: potato
0: Cat. fire truck donors. <laughs> like a party of donners, or well, it started out as a party oh, okay. and quickly got very lonely. <laughs> so
1: that's subtraction, not addition. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's that's one of the things that
0: I, when I walk into a restaurant and you leave nice. your name for anybody, that's one of my favorite things to do. Donner party, uh, yeah. yeah, donner party of five, and then they call you and it's like, well, we're down to four, four. now. <laughs> hilarious <laughs> uh we are going to be covering the most recent presidential debate between hillary rodham clinton jesus
2: and, and donald I haven't, J. i haven't heard Fire. her i haven't heard her called that since 1996 what's well, hrc man yeah herk yeah, but nobody says it do we'll they just, say it am I'm i that out of the loop mccall her is herk. that back i don't know
0: that's what they do with the hrc man
2: yeah okay
0: Matt's here with us again this week. <laughs> Unfortunately, so far. And joining us via phone is everybody's favorite ex utah ex ex-Mormon, uh, ex-active-duty military man who helped get uh, <laughs> who helped get some atheist slash humanist services at Lackland Air Force Base, Mr. Taylor Green. How you doing, Taylor?
4: Hey, I'm doing well. Helped get... Uh, and so the, are the humanist services. They had like 800 people last week. So, that's yeah. fucking
0: awesome. I think when we had, oh. I think when we had uh, uh, Vicky, uh, yeah. Vicky and Scott mm-hmm. and Rebecca, Rebecca on, mm-hmm. they were right around four hundred fifty five hundred yeah. people. So that's awesome that they just keep continuing to grow that fast. That's fucking badass.
4: It's uh, it's really cool. That represents uh, something like twenty percent of all the people who go through basic training now i think they've peaked at like a thousand and they've been hovering wow. around 800 for a while now so that might just be where the number is well, so yeah wow. i'm really stoked about
2: that
1: that's a pretty good reflection of what the numbers are in society i mean for nons non-religious isn't it around 20 percent uh
2: by yeah. by david silverman's book yeah
1: What's yeah. a non uh, people not they might not not be exclusively saying atheists, but they're saying they're non religious, so mm-hmm.
4: <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah, definitely. Well and, and I I'm interested to see kind of how that reflects with the younger people who tend to be the ones who enlist, uh uh, because I know that number of nuns is, is higher amongst young people too. So <laughs>
2: yeah. Yeah, that's awesome, man. So
0: sorry for the sound effects in the background if anybody heard the little ding that was me receiving a notification that Tracy had sent me a text message and the text message, the text part of it says, Ollie wants to be a part of the show. And she sent me a picture looking down the hallway, sitting outside the, the door for the studio here is my puppy, Oliver just sitting, staring longingly at the, at the The door, at the closed door, (laughs) wanting to come in here and visit with us while we're recording the show. So, (laughs) Sorry, everybody out there, but that was pretty fucking cute. I'm going to have to post that picture, and I'll put that out on our Facebook page for everybody who wants to see my dog staring longingly at the door waiting to come in and record the podcast with us. It's because Ryan is in here and has been having him sit on his lap.
1: Well, that's what you do with dogs. Let him sit on your lap, you, you pet him. you throw toys for them. It also helps that he smells like pork. I did have some bacon before I came over. That is true. I was cooking bacon in these clothes, so I probably do have a little bacon scent on me. Mm,
0: bacon. Yeah. So this, <laughs> so this debate. Uh, I know Taylor's watched it. I watched it. Ryan watched yep. it. Matt is the debate virgin here this evening,
2: <laughs> as usual.
0: <laughs> and and this, so this debate was marked by more sniffling from donald trump a oh, lot more is
2: that this one like every other
0: word it well he did it in the first debate and in this one
2: oh okay so uh, he's he's still I, doing lines backstage yeah
4: yeah yeah in my in my debate notes i started to make a sniffle counter and i got to about 25 and i just couldn't keep track of that and oh. writing down everything they were saying yeah. at
1: the same time anymore <laughs> well, he says five words and sniffs hmm.
4: yeah yeah interesting well, uh oh Shit, what's her name? Uh Princess Leia, can't think of her name, said that he definitely looks like oh, yeah. he's doing Coke. Um Carrie Fisher. Know. Yeah, Carrie Fisher. Carrie Fisher, thank you.
0: Yeah, well and I, I yeah. noticed at the beginning of the debate he's got this mark on the side of his nose. I don't know if that was where he slipped and his head hit the side of the toilet that he was sniffing the Coke off of <laughs> or what? <laughs> his gold toilet, but, he, but yeah, he's
1: got this mark on the side of his nose. He just got like you know, you got that thing you put on horses for them to feed out of.
0: He's a got feed a feed bag, yeah, feed bag. You know that bag that they strap on horses for them to feed out of. Yeah, <laughs> he,
1: he's he's got a, a clamp on coke spoon. Oh. He just clamps it on the side of his nose, and it's a little tray below his nose so he can just sniff without having to do any work. I mean, people it, just load cocaine onto it for him.
2: Huh. Is it possible he has a cold for
0: this long? No,
4: for three weeks
0: yeah yeah oh. okay nah. all right
4: and some some people have have wondered whether or not maybe it's a tell like uh like a stress, oh yeah kind of
0: yeah Matt Dillahunty aspect. commented on my timeline you know i I said something about the the sniffling that Donald Trump was doing, and Matt commented and said that it was a tell.
2: I don't think psychopaths have that.
0: Well, and I wonder, is it a Uh, a tell for what? That he's lying or that he's just generally nervous or... He he did look very
1: nervous at the beginning of this debate because the fact that he had spent the last three days before it held up in the Trump Tower. He had not left Trump Tower before this uh, debate. Doing some debate
0: prep this time? No,
1: he didn't leave since that news came out. When the video leaked, he locked himself in his Trump Tower. All right, Mm. yeah,
0: so since the last episode, there was the video leaked... Or, or released yeah. of Donald Trump and Billy Bush mm-hmm. doing doing their quote unquote locker room talk, lark, yeah. or locker room banter, where Donald Trump is talking about sexually assaulting women and getting away with it because he's a star,
1: which is bullshit.
0: When you're a star, you can get away with doing that. You just grab him by the pussy. So mm-hmm. that was exciting. Yeah.
4: And yeah, so. it's it's been interesting seeing the fallout of that. Um, there was a poll that was released today uh, that shows in Utah, Trump is now tied with Hillary. They're both at 26%. Yes. And your your candidate in that state, Evan McMullen, whom I had never heard of before, and my phone autocorrects to McMuffin, uh, uh. <laughs> is running at 22%.
0: <laughs> Evan McMuffin. <laughs> he's,
1: a, he's a golfer for
2: McDonald's.
0: <laughs> there, there you go. <laughs> well,
2: hey, I mean, if if he costs Trump the state, then I'm fine with that because he's not going to get shit else anywhere, any no. other state. Yeah. No.
4: No, and it's not one that would detract from uh, Hillary getting any wins either. Right, right. Because it's expected to lean red.
2: Yeah. Him and Gary Johnson are going to pull both from Trump, so. Yeah, the, yep.
0: the, the other things that were of note in this debate. Are Anderson Cooper going after Donald Trump hard on the release of the video and, you know, and telling Trump, you're describing sexual assault. Do like, you sexually yeah. assault women? Um And then there's Trump just kind of stalking all around the theater. Like he, he doesn't sit down. He's he gets behind Hillary Clinton a lot. Just I don't know. He's just, just pacing. Yeah, he's creepy and inappropriate the whole fucking time.
4: Oh, no. Yeah, there's a point at which it looks like he's almost kind of humping his chair. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's fantastic. Hillary, Hillary keeps pulling this power move throughout the debate.
2: Spoilers, uh, guys. Which, Jeez. Like, what's that? <laughs> I said spoilers, guys. Jeez. <laughs> oh, my bad. My no, bad. I'm just kidding. No, go ahead. <laughs> I was going to
4: say she pulled this power move throughout the debate where somebody on his side of the stage asks him a question. She'll walk like over into his personal space and then past him to the edge of the stage uh, and talk to that person. And Trump just doesn't really know what to do with that. <laughs> and so he ends up like going behind his chair and just sort of rocking back and forth like an impatient child. It's really funny to watch. Huh.
0: Yeah, he he does. When I was watching it, uh, he looks like an impatient, petulant child. I mean, he, he rocks back and forth or he just sways you know, side to side and and looks like a little kid who should be kicking rocks down the road or something.
6: Mm-hmm.
0: So with that, why don't we just jump into the debate? I have this queued up to where they're going to introduce the candidates. Uh, and they walk out on stage and then they start with the questions. Sound good? Sounds good. Yeah. Okay. Well, here we go.
5: Good evening. I'm Martha Raddatz from ABC News.
7: And I'm Anderson Cooper from CNN. We want to welcome you to Washington University in St. Louis for the second presidential debate between Hillary Clinton and Donald Trump, sponsored by the Commission on Presidential Debates. Tonight's debate is a town hall format, which gives voters a chance to directly ask the candidates questions. Martha and I will ask follow-up questions, but the night really belongs to the people in this room and to people across the country who have submitted questions online.
5: The people you see on this stage were chosen by the Gallup organization. They are all from the St. Louis area and told Gallup they haven't committed to a candidate. Each of them came here with questions they want to ask, and we saw those questions for the first time this morning. Anderson and I and our team from ABC and CNN are the only ones who have seen them. Both candidates will have two minutes to answer each audience and online question. We hope to get to as many questions as we can, so we've asked the audience here not to slow things down with any applause, except for now. Ladies and gentlemen, yeah, that, the Republican that, that nominee,
1: goes well throughout President throughout entire
5: Donald J. <laughs> Trump, the Democratic nominee for President Hillary You can't Clinton.
1: control the Trump fans.
4: Don't do the thing humans do. <laughs>
1: uh, don't cheer.
0: And they walk out, wonder toward each other. She just nods and says hello, and there's no handshake. No
7: handshake to open the debate.
4: I just want to know how they found that many people who haven't decided yet.
7: Yeah. Thank you very much yeah. for being here. We're going to begin with a uh, question from uh, one of the members well, of town, hall. probably Republicans.
0: Well, yeah. I mean, how can how can you <laughs> be actually paying attention to what is going on and not have decided by now?
4: Ah, uh, there we go. There's the rub. Paying attention.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, that's got to be it, right? I mean, what is it about Donald Trump that would not immediately repulse most people? You know, anybody who's really paying attention to the campaign on both sides, you know, if you're undecided, it's because you don't know which candidate you like more. Right. So you're either not paying attention or you're paying. No, that's got to be you. You have to just not be paying attention.
1: Or you're just a diehard like Raiders fan, and you think they're going to get to the Super Bowl someday, (laughs) but you know it's never really going to happen. But you still cheer for them every year in hopes that they'll get there.
0: They could maybe go there again.
4: Or (laughs) I mean, there are there are folks like like I would say my younger brothers who don't really watch politics itself, but they'll overhear like what my parents or their coworkers are saying. And if all they ever hear is like the Fox News narrative, but secondhand, like as soon as they're exposed to any facts, they tend to lean Hillary, but up until that point, they're more neutral leaning Trump. Well, so I, I think that could be it, too.
2: I said it sort of jokingly. Yeah, I, I, I agree. That's got to be part of it. Um But I mean, they probably to in my mind, it seems like they probably would be Republicans, people who are just lifelong Republicans and they don't hear opposing views. But they hate Hillary, you know, yeah. but but Trump right. Trump makes them a little bit wary. So they're kind of left in this position like who is there? I mean, I don't I don't really love Trump and I don't really love Hillary, so what do I do? You know But they have no problems forgiving Trump for his past
1: wrongdoings. Which is right. fucking well, nuts. It's
4: all of Utah right now. Pretty you know? yeah, yeah,
1: exactly. Yeah. Hearing the stuff people spin to try to make it justifiable to vote for Trump Yeah, like, that's well, that's exactly uh, what
2: I mean. Yeah, and that's why it's tied.
1: Yeah. Huh.
2: All right. Let me get this going again.
7: All, uh, each of you will have two minutes to respond to this question. Secretary Clinton, you won the coin toss, so you'll go first. Our first question comes from Patrice Brock. Patrice?
6: Thank you, and good evening. The last presidential debate could have been no- rated as MA, Mature Audiences, per TV Parental <laughs> Guidelines. Knowing that educators assign viewing the presidential debates as students' homework, do you feel you are modeling appropriate and positive behavior for today's youth?
8: Well, thank you. Are, are you a teacher? Um, yes, I think that that's a very good question, because I've heard from lots of teachers and parents about some of their concerns about some of the things that are being said and done uh, in this campaign. Uh, and I think it is very important for us to make clear to our children that our country really is great because we're good. And we are going to respect well, one another.
0: Is great because we're good. I'm not sure what that. I, I think means. She's, she's attacking Donald Trump's
1: line of saying we need to make America great again. Saying, "Well, we already are great. We just need to let people know that we're
0: good." Okay. Yeah, I got gotcha. you. Right. Yep. Still doesn't. Yeah, mean that's system.
4: the first line in her book that I've been reading. The one that she wrote with Tim Kaine. Literally, the first sentence in the book.
8: Oh. Oh.
4: Okay. Yeah. Hmm.
8: Lift each other up. We are going to be looking for ways to celebrate our diversity and we are going to try to reach out to every boy and girl as well as every adult uh, to bring them in to working on behalf of our country. I have a very positive and optimistic view about what we can do together. That's why the slogan of my campaign is Stronger Together because I think if we work together If we overcome the divisiveness that sometimes sets Americans against one another, and instead we make some big goals, and I've set forth some big goals, getting the economy to work for everyone, not just those at the top, making sure that we have the best education system from preschool through college and making it affordable and so much else. If we set those goals and we go together to try to achieve them, there's nothing, in my opinion, that America can't do. So that's why I hope that we will come together in this campaign. Obviously, I'm hoping to earn your vote. I'm hoping to be elected in November. And I can promise you, I will work with every American. I want to be the president for all Americans, regardless of your political beliefs, where you come from, what you look like, your religion. I want us to heal our country and bring it together. Because that's, I think, the best way for us to get the future that our children and our grandchildren deserve.
0: Hmm. Which I thought was a pretty good answer. I like that she mentioned religion in there. But I I still think it was a Uh, non-answer.
1: Because the question is more about, hey, you know.
0: To be fair, it was kind of a bad question.
1: It was. It was a hard one because the question is more along the lines of, hey, how do we get you guys to be more civil on stage?
0: Well, or or do you even think you're being civil? Yeah. How do you answer that? Well, of course I'm civil, I, or I think I'm civil. Who the fuck are
2: you to ask me that question? <laughs> oh, dude, if it was me, it would have been like, my opponent is fucking Donald Trump. What do you want from me? How can you be civil with this fucking caveman?
4: Well, and if you, right. well, and she didn't want to get in the mud with him. Otherwise, she could have been like, yeah, this guy talks about grabbing pussy on him. Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, and if you watch him in the background... He's he's slouching, he's hunched over, he's got the microphone between his knees, he's frowning the whole time. At one point, he lets out this big sigh. It's just, he's mm-hmm. like a little fucking kid sitting I, there. I think
1: he was very nervous off the bat in this one, just because of what happened the days before. Mm.
0: Well, good. Fuck him. Yeah. He should be nervous as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> Secretary
7: Clinton, thank you, Mr. Trump. You have two minutes.
1: Or, well, or his Adderall was still working at this point. I agree point. with
7: everything <laughs> she
3: said. Uh, I began. And the sniffing starts. Yeah. Because I was so tired of seeing such foolish things happen to our country. This is a great country. This is a great land. I've gotten to know the people of the country over the last year and a half that I've been doing this as a politician. I cannot believe I'm saying that about myself, but I guess I have been a politician. And my whole concept was to make America great again. When I watch the deals being made when I watch what's happening with some horrible things like Obamacare, where your health Gida. insurance and health care is going up by numbers that are astronomical, 68 percent, 59 percent, 71 percent.
0: I'm throwing, throwing out random numbers. numbers. Yes. And how bad
3: a deal <laughs> it is for us. It's a one sided transaction. Where we're giving back a hundred. See that mark on the, side of, state, really, like the right side of his nose? A terrorist state. It looks swollen. One terrorist We've made them. It's like the right side of his nose has really that red mark there. Just three years ago, when I look at all of the things that I see and all of the p- potential oh. that our country has, it looks puffed out. It looks like potential. a shadow to me. Whether it's in but it doesn't move trade where we're doing so badly. Like a last we had an almost eight hundred billion dollar trade deficit. In other words, trading with other countries, we had an eight hundred billion dollar deficit oh it's actually inconceivable
4: so about the nose um, I did hear another thing that maybe it had some some work done like a rhinoplasty or something ah. mm-hmm. uh, and that could be another explanation you know because I mean he's already had the scalp surgery and whatever <laughs> skin color he has now <laughs> the eye whitening so. the cheeto <laughs> the cheeto
2: transition so at least he's faded the color into his eyes now, though. Apparently, he opted for yeah. the energy removal for this thing, too, because he's just dr- oh, no. droning on.
1: Very, very... This is the most
2: composed he is the entire time. Don't also, worry. It goes away. Why is his tie so fucking long? Did anyone else? Did, did anyone notice that? <laughs> <laughs> it hangs down to his goddamn knees. And he's like 6'2", right? 5'11". <laughs> and and he
0: he had to have gotten an extra long tie. As a man with a gut and that's yeah on the tall er side, he yeah you have to get longer ties,
4: huh? Right.
3: You say, "Who's making these deals? We're going to make great trade deals. We're going to have a strong border. We're going to bring back law and order." Just today, a policeman was shot, two, <sighs> killed, and this is happening on a weekly basis. Did Oliver get in to the room? Bring back respect <laughs> to law enforcement. <laughs> At the same time, we have to take care of people I want to and let the them in a sense. We need justice, but I want to do things that haven't been done, including fixing and making our inner cities better for the African American citizens that are so great, and for the Latinos, hmm. Hispanics. And uh, I look forward to doing. It. It's called Make America Great Again.
7: Thank you, Mr. Trump. The question from Patrice was about, are you both modeling positive and appropriate behaviors for today's youth? We received a lot of questions online, Mr. Trump, about the tape that was released on Friday. As you can imagine, you called what you said, locker room banter. You described kissing women without consent, grabbing their genitals. That is sexual assault. You bragged that you have sexually assaulted. And
0: Donald Trump is just nodding. nodding. Yep, yep,
7: yep. Yep. That is sexual assault. (laughs) Um, Yep, it sure is. (laughs) Assaulted women. Do you understand that?
3: No, I didn't say that at all. I don't think you understood what was said. This was locker room talk.
0: That is exactly what you said. I you grab about, him by the pussy. You you said you just kiss him without without waiting, without hesitation, mm-hmm. and that you just grab him by the pussy. That's exactly what you fucking said. It's on the goddamn tape.
4: Well, yeah. And and the creepiest thing to me is that afterward, because the tape goes to when they get out of the bus, and and Bush gets out of the bus, and like immediately tries to like get this woman, this model, to hug he and Trump. It's like that's how yeah. quickly one of his cronies is, like, inspired to get totally creepy on a woman just from hearing him say that. Oh, yeah, yeah, they
0: get off the bus, and it's, oh, you got a hug for Donald, and then it's, you got a hug for the bushy? Well, and then right at the end of it, it's, who would you rather go out with? And she's married. It's just fucking creepy from end to
3: end. Oh, uh, I'm not proud of it. I apologize to my family. I apologize to the American people. Certainly, I'm not proud of it, but this is locker room talk. You know, we have a world where you have ISIS chopping off heads. No, distraction.
0: Yep. You know, I've been in plenty of fucking locker rooms, and I've never, ever talked like that in a locker room. Ever. No. Not when I was doing... Basketball or baseball or on the diving team or swimming or just in gym class in fucking school, in junior high or high school, we never fucking said those things.
1: You might have said, hey, did you notice so-and-so is not wearing a bra today and you can see straight through her shirt? That happened.
0: Ryan, what, what the fuck? Well... You sexist fuck! <laughs> we're trying. That 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 was locker room
2: talk. We're trying like- to separate ourselves from him right now. Get on the page, man. I
0: didn't say I grabbed her titties while playing basketball. I just grabbed him by the hoo-ha. <laughs> All
3: right, here we go again frankly, drowning people in steel cages, where you have wars and, and horrible, horrible sights all over, where you have so many bad things happening. This is like medieval times. We haven't seen anything like this, the carnage all over the world. And the- sniff,
0: sniff, sniff. Yeah. Hmm. Talking about jousting.
3: <laughs> <laughs> they look and they see. Can you imagine the people that are, frankly, doing so well against us with ISIS and they look at our country and they ISIS. see what's going on. Yes, I'm very embarrassed by it. I hate it. But it's locker room talk. And it's one of those things. I will knock the hell out of ISIS. We're going <laughs> to defeat ISIS. ISIS happened a number of years ago in a vacuum that was He left. didn't ask about so, ISIS. No. Judgment, And I will tell you, I will take care of ISIS. <laughs> so, Hillary Clinton's exacerbated. Uh-huh. Important <laughs> things and much bigger things. Just for the record, though.
7: Are you saying that what you said on that <laughs> bus 11 years ago—that you did not actually kiss women without consent or grope women without consent? I
3: have great respect for women. Nobody has more <laughs> respect for women than I do. Jesus Christ! So, for Christ, the record, you're saying you said, never said did that. I things. That, frankly, you you hear these things I said, and I was wait. <laughs> right, hold on. <laughs>
2: what? <laughs> he he actually said nobody has greater respect for women than I do. Yeah. Nobody has greater respect for women than I do.
0: <laughs> I mean, there, I, there are no other I, persons on the planet with more respect for women than Donald Trump.
2: Yeah. Or have ever been.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think we can prove that wrong. Yes. <laughs> Anyways,
4: he doesn't even respect his own daughter. Oh, In he has respects are yes enough or no questions. Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. And yeah. And, Anderson Cooper is asking him yes or no questions. Did you say that? Have you ever done this? Nobody has more respect for women and yeah. I hate ISIS. I'm going to d- utterly destroy ISIS.
2: Yeah. yeah. It's all deflection. You know, ISIS he, is
0: going to be gone.
2: He never says no, though. Well, yeah. He's so hard on ISIS. But, you know, he, he does rank among some of the best feminists. When people say, when people, tell, when people ask me, hey, who are the best feminists? I think Donald Trump. Donald
0: Trump immediately springs to mind. Yes.
2: Yeah. You mean
1: feminizer or feminist?
2: What's a feminizer?
1: Someone who grabs him by the <laughs> pussy? <laughs> Is that a thing? That's a
3: woman? <laughs> I, oh, okay. A feminizer. Okay. But I have tremendous respect for women. Have you ever and done women those women things? Have respect for me, and I will the... tell you, no, I have not. And I will tell you that I'm going to make our country safe. We're going to have borders on our country, which we don't have now. People are pouring into our country, and they're coming. We don't to have, have
2: borders, borders on our, our country. Places. Uh, we're gonna make also, the America respect he again. gives them—they're
3: pouring into, into
2: this country. Yeah, they're infesting again. it. And
3: we're going to make America wealthy yeah. again because if you don't do that, uh, it just—it sounds harsh to say, but we have to build up the wealth of our Thanks, nation right now. Other nations are.
0: Why does that sound harsh to say that we need to build up the wealth of our nation? What the fuck are you talking about?
1: I thought we're among the richest nations.
0: That's one of the things that he keeps harping on is that we need to do this. And that sounds harsh to say that. What what about that is harsh?
2: I think he just has no Uh, idea uh, what. Go ahead. Sorry. I was just
4: going to say, because the unvoiced, uh, uh, you know, counterpart to that statement is we have to build ourselves up and fuck everybody else.
2: Hmm.
4: Uh, Yeah. And that's why he says it sounds harsh to say is because that's the, that's the rest of that incomplete thought.
2: Yeah. That's the implication.
1: Yeah. Uh, but I think moving back to an industry based hmm. nation versus a service based nation is kind of a step backwards. Yeah.
4: Well, it's also impossible. Automation is replacing <laughs> yeah. everything.
0: Yeah, it's it's gonna be replacing even things in the service industry. Yeah.
4: Yeah. Yeah. I won't soapbox about it, but that's that's what I'm studying right now for my degree. Uh is that kind of thing. It's like it, both sides, both sides of the aisle, say we need to bring back manufacturing. Manufacturing is not coming back. No, it's no, like not with humans doing it.
2: No, know? yeah, it's it's fucking gone. No, that was like Santorum's whole platform. Man, yeah. Bring manufacturing right. back. Yeah, no, dude, I I get it. You're from Pennsylvania, and people still mine coal and shit there, but the rest of the country isn't doing that. Nope. Yeah, you know, our that's jobs not.
7: And they're taking our wealth. Thank you, Mr. And Trump. Trump. That's what I want to talk about. Secretary Clinton, do you want to respond?
8: Well. Like everyone else, I've spent a lot of time thinking over the last 48 hours um, about what we heard and saw. You know, with prior Republican nominees for president, I-, I disagreed with them on politics, policies, principles, but I never questioned their fitness to serve. Mm. Donald Trump is different. I said starting back in June that he was not fit to be president and commander in chief. And many Republicans and independents have said the same thing.
0: And I think that really sets him off. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because from this point forward, he's no longer composed. No, he's not composed. He, he'll he start interrupting her, cutting her off, stalking her around the stage. Yeah. that I think that, those few lines
2: really fucking got to him and pissed him off his last few coke lines. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, he he can't handle any any hits to his ego. No, period. No, no, he,
0: no he's he's not about hearing any kind of criticism at all, constructive or not. It's yeah. you don't criticize the Donald. She should have
2: just stopped it. He's not fit. See what happens. <laughs> <Period>. <laughs> <laughs> For anything, hey,
4: hey, narcissist, you're inadequate. Jingle keys, jingle keys. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
2: Why is your tie so fucking long? <laughs> it's, t- it's to cover up his erection. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, you know what? You know what they say about guys with small hands? <laughs> yep,
0: they, they have got a hard small time gloves. grabbing large cups. They have long, they have
2: long ties. <laughs> I don't know. That's the rule now. <laughs>
8: What we all saw and heard on Friday was Donald talking about women, what he thinks about women, what he does to women, and he has said that the video doesn't represent who he is. But I think it's clear to anyone who heard it that it represents exactly who he is. Because we've seen this throughout the campaign, and the pacing seen him starts. insult women. We've seen him rate women on their appearance, ranking them from one to ten. We've seen him embarrass women on TV and on Twitter. We saw him after the first debate, spend nearly a week denigrating a former Miss Universe in the harshest, most personal terms. So, yes, this is who Donald Trump is. But it's not only women, and it's not only this video that raises questions about his fitness to be our president. Because he has also targeted immigrants, African Americans, Latinos, people with disabilities, POWs, Whoa. Muslims, and so many others. And the list goes on. So this goes, is oh. yeah. all non-white the question <laughs> for us, yeah. the question our country must answer is that this is not who we are. Yeah. That's why, to go back to your question, I want to send a message, we all should, to every boy and girl, and indeed to the entire world, that America already is great, but we are great because we are good. And we will respect one another. And we will work with one another. And we will celebrate our diversity. These are very important values to me because this is the America that I know and love. And I can pledge to you tonight that this is the America that I will serve if I'm so fortunate enough to become your president.
5: And we want to get to some questions from on.
0: That was, (laughs) (laughs) he's like, all right, now let me handle this bitch. That was a great answer. Yeah.
2: Or response.
0: Yeah. Mm -hmm. It was. And now, and now the wheels are going to fall off. And he's jumping off the rails in the crazy town.
5: To respond to that?
3: I assume I am.
5: Yes, you can respond to that.
3: It's just words, folks. It's just words. <laughs> Those words, I've been hearing them for many years. I heard them when they were running for the Senate in New York, where Hillary was going to bring back jobs to upstate New York.
0: When they were running?
3: Yeah. I've heard them where Hillary is constantly talking about the inner cities of our country. Which are a disaster, education-wise, job-wise, safety-wise. Yeah, that's why she's talking about them in yeah. every way possible. <laughs> I'm going to help the African Americans. I'm going to help the Latinos, Hispanics. I am going <laughs> To help. The oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> oh my
0: god! I love that he throws that in there, like the Latinos, you know, the Hispanics.
2: <laughs> and he doesn't. He doesn't. It, this is clearly the first time he's thinking about it. She brought yeah. it. She brought up the points that he, that he's been shitting on him the whole time so he so he turns around has absolutely no plan like he has with nothing he's has no plans of any kind but in this he's just i'm gonna help you know this Whoa. group she mentioned i'm gonna help this group she mentioned you know the hispanics and so on like he knows he's who done. is
1: buying this he knows he's done so he's just riding that ship to the bottom of the ocean
2: Who who believes what he says it's un- it's it's
3: not mm, me not me he's but he's
2: so transparent people yeah. do
1: fascist terrible job <laughs> <with> yeah <the laughs> African
3: americans she wants their vote and she does nothing and then she comes back 4 years later we saw that firsthand when she was the united states senator she campaigned where the Mr. Trump, Mr. Of Trump, campaign...
5: I want to get to audience questions and online questions.
3: So she's allowed to do that, but I'm not allowed to respond. You're going to, have, <laughs> she... you're going to get
5: to respond right now. She
3: answered the question this that was... This
5: <laughs> tape is generating intense interest. In just 48 hours, it's become the single most talked about story of the entire 2016 election on Facebook, with millions and millions of people discussing it on the social network. As we said a moment ago, we do want to bring in questions from voters around the country via social media. And our first stays on this topic. Jeff from Ohio asks on Facebook, Trump says the campaign has changed him. When did that happen? So, Mr. Trump, let me add to when that. Did when did he stop grabbing pussies? At age 59. <laughs> <laughs> he gave up about 10 minutes ago. did that behavior continue <laughs> until just recently? And we'll you have two minutes all, for this. I told you.
0: Yeah and and again this is this is 10 11 years ago. He was 59 fucking years yeah. old. I can't imagine 20 years from now me saying shit like that. That's well, the, the, I don't say that shit now.
1: Even a bunch of 20-year-old NFL athletes came out and said no. That is not how we talk in the locker room, yeah,
2: that's not what fucking happens. <laughs> People have come out to defend the locker room <laughs> from his response <laughs> pretty much <laughs> that's hilarious
4: well well, if we've learned anything about Trump, it's that he projects like he thinks that athletes talk about that in the locker room because yeah. that's how he talks, and so he imagines everyone else talks like that,
2: yes, right, and he's everything the, else he does, and he's the pinnacle of the of the warrior athlete, yeah or just that room in his house where he
1: ties women up to the walls with the whips and chains he calls it the locker room
0: or as his what? sons refer to him he's the alpha male so he's the he's the one he talks like that because he's an
3: alpha male
6: fucking
0: uh, nonsense okay
3: that was locker room talk uh, i'm not proud of it i am a person who has great respect for people for my family for the people of this country and certainly i'm not proud of it but that was something that uh, happened. If you look at what uh, uh, happened, minor words and his was action. His was what he's done to women. There's never been anybody in the history of politics in this nation that's been so abusive to women. To quote we, to
2: Also, I just want to say while you have it paused, Hillary and Trump's hair color not so far off the hair length and all that I'm like it's fairly similar why is his why is his hair so blurry because it's it's always just it it just constantly looks like there's a blur filter
1: on his bangs he he pays a guy to CGI the hair on his head during all
0: live broadcasts (laughs) all the time it's because (laughs) it's because it's it's some advanced computer algorithm thing where it's Uh, not really hair and it's and it's very sparse but it moves really really fast Yeah, so it looks like it's covering the whole thing (laughs) It's actually energized silk, so it's so it's always you know it's always blurred because it's moving really really
2: fast. <laughs> He's got quantum hair. Yeah. Lizard people.
3: You can say any way you want to say it, but Bill Clinton was abusive to women. Hillary Clinton attacked those same women and attacked them viciously. Four of them here tonight. One of the women. Who is a wonderful woman at 12 years old was raped at 12.
0: Which is weird because isn't Donald Trump being sued and accused of raping a 12 year old girl? Yeah. And also, rejection. Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> this uh, 12 this year old girl that he's talking about, he's going to come up here and say in a second that Hillary laughed about it, which is completely untrue. And he's going to say Hillary got the guy off, which is completely
2: untrue. The guy took a plea deal. This all sounds dangerously close to slander, where he's going with this. Oh, yeah. It is.
3: Her client she represented got him off, and she's seen laughing on two separate occasions, laughing at the girl who was raped. Kathy she Stouten wasn't laughing at, at the girl who was raped. Here no. here with us tonight. No. So, and she didn't get the guy off about the works. charges. I <laughs> am Absolutely. Oh, God. <laughs> Bad for jokes. Words. I know.
1: I had to say off the charges. because.
0: Yeah, that was a weird place to <laughs> yeah, pause. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> she didn't get the guy off. No, he already did. The charges. I know. Jesus.
2: I heard oh. it in my head and I said I got to add one more word to that. <laughs> Two, but yeah, still. Yeah. Ne- neither of these guys can count. <laughs> Dog. <laughs> I can too. I told you earlier. Oh, yeah. Horse seat,
0: fire truck, potato. <laughs> right.
3: Things oh, that God. people say. But what President Clinton did—he was impeached. He lost his license to practice law. He had to pay an eight hundred and fifty thousand dollar fine to one of the women, Paula Jones, who's also here tonight. No, and no, not no. how any of that works. Uh huh.
1: <laughs> and also, technically, Bill Clinton wasn't—he—he he was impeached, but he wasn't impeached. Well, he was—he—they—they they started the impeachment
0: process. Yeah, he was he impeached by the, the Senate, but
1: yeah. the uh, Congress. Uh,
4: dropped it uh, the house of reps had four different charges uh and only two of them stuck yeah. in the house the other two that the house didn't vote for
3: yeah hmm. that when hillary brings up a point like that and she talks about words that i said 11 years ago I think it's disgraceful, and I think she should be ashamed of herself, if you want to know the truth.
0: Oh, Jesus Christ. She should be ashamed of herself for something her husband Husband did. 20 years ago. But Donald shouldn't be ashamed of anything he did. 11 years ago. And more recent, according to all of these other reports we're hearing about things that he said while on set for The Apprentice. Yeah.
4: God. well i mean obviously because women are just extensions of their husbands and this is really just bill clinton's third term that she's running oh for. yeah true so oh, of course right, he's right. responsible for that stuff
0: yeah yeah because she's a woman so she she's can. not really going to be president yeah. of course bill bill will actually be president she's just going to hold the title mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
5: can we please hold the applause secretary who Clinton, is appla- applauding people, that and people
0: yeah. in the audience fucking
2: applaud that shit and hillary yeah. laughs unbelievable it's funny yeah. I, I think at this point, at this point, I don't blame her. What else can she do? He said so much ridiculous stuff and, and yet people still clapped. What the yeah. fuck can she do? What else could she do? Unbelievable.
8: Well, first, let me start by saying that so much of what he's just said is not right, but he gets to run his campaign any way he chooses. And he his mouth. He gets to decide what yeah. he wants to talk about. Instead of answering people's questions, talking about our agenda, laying out the plans that we have that we think can make uh, a better life and a better country, that's his choice. When I hear something like that, I am reminded of what my friend Michelle Obama advised us all. When they go low, you go high.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Donald, Donald Trump, Trump like,
2: shakes his head. I tried that yeah. in the
0: bathroom earlier. <laughs>
4: oh. I, I like his smirk. You can only catch it for a moment. He's got this smirk where he knows that he's been owned yeah. and he can't help but smile along. <laughs> that was, he's good. That he's was also good. thinking,
2: how is that not locker room talk? When I get high, they go low. That's what we were talking about.
8: <laughs> and. Look, if this were just about one video, maybe what he's saying tonight would be understandable. But everyone can draw their own conclusions at this point about whether or not the man in the video or the man on the stage respects women. But he never apologizes for anything to anyone. He never apologized to Mr. and Mrs. Khan, the Gold Star family, whose son, Captain Khan, died in the line of duty in Iraq, and Donald insulted and attacked them for weeks over their religion. He never apologized to the distinguished federal judge, who was born in Indiana, but Donald said he couldn't be trusted to be a judge because his parents were, quote, Mexican. He never apologized to the reporter that he mimicked and mocked on national television and our children were watching. And he never apologized for the racist lie that President Obama was not born in the United States of America. He owes yeah. the president an apology. He owes our country an apology. And he needs to take responsibility for his actions and his words.
0: Mm-hmm. And I love that she set up a pattern of behavior. That yeah, exactly. It's not just these videos. He's done this the entire fucking Mm -hmm. campaign. Yep. So who are we to believe? The man Mm -hmm. who's standing here on stage saying that this isn't indicative of the person that he is or the pattern of behavior that we've witnessed for the last year and a half of him doing this kind of shit?
2: Also refreshing it so that people don't forget (laughs) that, hey, this guy's a fucking asshole.
0: Yeah.
3: Well, you owe the president an apology because as you know <laughs> oh, well.
2: God, he's so fucking mature. Uh oh, you do. No, you do. No, you do.
1: Remember remember when he stole that china from that one that one time you ate dinner there? Benghazi well, emails I'm
3: rubber and you're glue. oh, <laughs> ah, well, uh your campaign, Sidney Blumenthal, he's another real winner that you have, and he's the <laughs> one that got this started along with your campaign manager, and they were on television just two weeks ago, she was, saying... This is the guy who hired Roger Ailes
0: for his campaign. Yeah. Uh-huh. And once again, he uh-huh. can't
1: go after Hillary, because he's got nothing to go after her on, so he goes after people around her.
0: Yeah. Which, right. Every attack he throws at her is just
2: projection of the shit
0: that he's doing.
2: <laughs> well, and it's funny, too, because... I mean there there's obviously a, a a juvenile quality about Donald Trump but but like Hillary gets digs in in either clever ways or ways that are relevant to the point that's being raised right and Donald Trump takes that as, like, these are all personal shots. So when he gets the mic, he just turns around, well, you're a stupid head, too. And yeah. <laughs> also, this guy you like is also a stupid head, and this other person you work with is a stupid head. And it's like, that is not the same kind of thing that she's doing. She's actually answering and laying this stuff out and making a case. Ah, uh, God, he just seems but, like such a fucking child.
4: It's it's like the evolution of uh, President Obama's. Uh, Please continue governor moment in uh, 2011 uh, to where she just gives him rope, plenty of rope, and and he throws it around his neck and runs in the opposite direction. (laughs) Yeah,
2: Yeah, that's true.
3: Exactly that. So you really owe exactly that. That. An <laughs> apology. Exactly sent, sent the pictures around with President Obama in a certain garb. That was long before I was ever involved. So you actually owe an apology. Number two, <laughs> Michelle Obama. I've gotten to see the commercials that they did on you. And I've gotten to see some of the most vicious commercials I've ever seen of Mo- Michelle Obama talking about Whoa. Hillary. So it almost, oh, it almost did he,
0: did he say monk, monkey monk? It, it, it sounded like he was going there, didn't it? I noticed that when I watched it the first time. Me, me and the kids were like, "Whoa, wait a minute, what was that?"
2: Damn, you Yeah,
4: about well, well, and this this whole line of thinking that he's on, like he's going to try and drive a wedge between the Obamas and the Clintons, as though that's possible. Yeah, like right. he's very clearly at an adolescent level of politics,
2: especially from his position as if he's respected in either group. Yeah. (laughs) And attack ads are just kind of
1: a part of running a campaign. So talking about the attack ads they had against her last go around is nothing unusual.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Right. I'm talking about you, Hillary. So you talk about friend, go back and take a look at those commercials, a race where you lost fair and square Unlike the Bernie Sanders race, where you won, but not fair and square, Jesus. in my opinion. And all you have to do is take a look at WikiLeaks and just see what they said about Bernie Sanders. <laughs> and, and then check in Deborah with Alex wasserman Jones. Yeah. had in mind <laughs> Because Bernie Sanders, between superdelegates and Deborah wasserman Chills, he never had a chance. And I was so surprised to see him sign on with the devil. But when you talk about <laughs> apology, I think
0: the one <laughs> that you should really be... A- and that shouldn't be discounted, right? He just called her the devil.
4: Yeah. Well, but Alex Jones said that she and President Obama are literally demons from hell. So it must be true. must
2: be true. true. Yeah.
4: I
1: mean, the fly did land on her.
0: Yeah. They they smell bad. No, Ask that anybody. That was impressive.
4: Yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I would have spazzing out.
2: Talk- <laughs> yeah, she just sort of moved on. Yeah.
3: About apology. I think the one that you should really be apologizing for and the thing that you should be apologizing for are the thirty three thousand emails that you deleted and that you acid washed.
1: Acid washed
3: the two boxes of emails and other things last week that were taken from an office and are now missing. And I'll tell you what
0: Now I don't have any fucking idea what he's talking no. about there. These other two boxes do you do you have any idea what he's talking about, Taylor?
4: Um Okay. So firstly, the acid wash thing, I, I I'm going to go back, uh, uh, the acid wash thing, there's a program. And I want to say it's something like data bleach or something like that. And, uh, it like wipes hard drives. And I think that he's fundamentally misunderstanding how that works. And that's why he used the term acid wash there, <laughs> oh. which makes me really, uh, <laughs> like that, that makes me laugh. Um uh, but as far as the emails, I, I could be wrong, but my understanding is that recently, um, WikiLeaks has, has released what they claim to be emails, um, and, and so is, uh, Guccifer 2, uh, sorry, Guccifer 2.0, who like took on the mon- moniker of the, uh, the other Guccifer who like made the deal with the Fed. Uh, but my understanding also from what I've been reading in the news, uh, is that both of those sets of emails, the ones from Guccifer 2, uh, and WikiLeaks, are more likely than not, uh, Russian uh in origin, and again, like I'm not exactly certain about this, uh but I do know that recently the uh d h s has made statements saying that the Russian government has been trying to interfere with the uh
6: mm-hmm.
4: with the d n c like servers and the political campaign in general, so like the listeners, I would say, look into that yourselves just because I don't want to say anything definitively um you know, and actually, I'm gonna take this great moment to throw in like I'm not talking on behalf of the U S government, yada, 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 disclaimer <laughs> statement. Um, <laughs> yeah, but that's my understanding of it. Yes.
1: Well, I've, I've seen a little bit of the chatter lately too, talking about saying that there is uh, the, the possibility that these emails are completely fraudulent.
4: Well, yeah. Right. Or, or have fraudulent emails laced in with legitimate ones. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I just, I can't speak more Certainly on that. I just don't know. Uh,
0: well, and, I, so, yeah. I, and I'm I'm not sure what he's talking about with the two boxes that were stolen or are missing. I don't, I don't know what the fuck he's talking about there.
1: He probably got that from Alex Jones,
0: right? Yeah. Or
4: he's misinterpreting the two different yeah. dumps: the uh, yeah. Guccifer one and the uh, uh, the WikiLeaks one, uh, and confusing them for being just email boxes when they're just two different data dumps. <laughs> uh, would be yeah. my like path of least resistance explanation there.
3: Huh. Okay.
2: Yeah, probably.
3: I didn't think I'd say this, but I'm going to say, it, and I hate to say, it.
0: <laughs> I hate to say, it, but I'm going to do it anyway. Yeah. Peanut butter.
3: But if I win, <laughs> I am going to instruct my attorney general to get a special prosecutor to look into your situation because there has never been so many lies, so much deception. <laughs> there has never been anything like it. And we're going to have a special prosecutor. When I speak, I go out and speak. The people of this country are furious. In my opinion, the people that have been long-term workers at the FBI are furious. There has never been anything like this where emails and you get a subpoena, you get a subpoena, and after getting the subpoena, you delete 33,000 emails. And then you acid wash them or bleach them, as you would say, a very expensive process. So we're going to get a special process. We're going to look into it because you know what? People have been... Their lives have been destroyed for doing one fifth of what you've done, and it's a disgrace and honestly, you ought to be ashamed of yourself okay
2: hold on i got I just have to say i mean everybody everybody that's going to be listening at this point knows that i was i supported Bernie over Hillary, yeah, but yeah, we all did I have to say her composure at this point is absolutely staggeringly amazing, i mean because you know, she's she's spent her whole life preparing for this. She's been in politics yeah. forever. And here comes this fucking Neanderthal who doesn't even know the words he's saying, who's pointing his finger and acting like an asshole on stage to her. And she's got to be thinking, are you fucking kidding me? Well, this guy is competing with me right now. Like, it's only me and this asshole. And you know what I mean? And she still has to go out there and do this stuff. It's got to be absolutely mind blowing to be her right now. That composure is why she's winning. Oh, I, I totally agree, but I'm just saying, you know, it's something that I want to point out. Because- it's a
0: Herculean feat. Yes. Yeah. Yeah.
2: God. Yeah.
8: <laughs> that. Yeah, I'm going to let, let, let you talk about it now because everything he just said is absolutely false, but I'm not surprised. In the first debate, I <laughs> mean, <in laughs> the, first the debate, audience needs to be told down people here. that it would be impossible to be fact checking Donald all the time. Yeah. I'd never get to talk about anything I want to <laughs> do and how we're going to really uh, make lives better for people. So. Once again, go to HillaryClinton.com. We have literally Trump. You can fact check him, fact check, fact check him in real time. Fact check, fact fat, check, fact, fat, fact, fat, fat, fact
2: check him. <laughs> yep, still fat. <laughs> he is still unfit.
8: Last time at the first debate, we had millions of people uh, fact checking. So I expect we'll have millions more fact checking uh, because, you know, it is, uh, it's just awfully good that someone, with the temperament of Donald Trump is not in charge of the law in our country.
3: Because you'd be in jail.
8: Secretary Clinton.
0: Ugh, oh, Jesus. How
1: dictator of him. Yeah.
7: We want to remind the audience to please not uh, talk out loud. Please do not <laughs> applaud. You're just wasting
0: time. You know he wanted uh, to say, we just want to remind the audience to shut, shut the, the fuck up. up. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> oh.
5: And, and Secretary Clinton, I do want to follow up on emails. You've said your handling of your emails was a mistake. You disagreed with Director FBI Director James Comey, calling your handling of classified information quote, extremely careless. The FBI said that there were 110 classified emails that were exchanged, eight of which were top secret, and that it was possible hostile actors did gain access to those emails. You don't call that extremely careless?
8: Well, Martha, first let me say, and I've said it before, but I'll repeat it because I want everyone to hear it. That was a mistake. And I take responsibility for using a personal email account. Uh, obviously, if I were to do it over again, I would not. I'm not making any excuses. Uh, it was a mistake. And I am very, uh, sorry about that. But I think it's also important uh, to point out where there are some misleading accusations from critics and others. Uh, after a year-long investigation, there is no evidence that anyone hacked the server I was using, and there is no evidence that anyone uh, can point to at all, anyone who says otherwise has no basis, that any classified material ended up in the wrong hands. I take classified materials... Very seriously.
0: I just want to pause it here for a moment to point out that she's asked a question and she answers the question. And when she pivots, she doesn't pivot to say something terrible about Donald Trump or to make so, or to make some other point. She's still pivoting and still talking. I mean, she pivots, but she's still talking about the same subject. Yeah, right. She's still answering you, the you question. You
4: admit she answers the question.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: she didn't pivot to ISIS.
0: Yeah, it, it's not. I mean. You know when when you contrast that with donald trump's answers he'll he'll try to make an initial brief answer that he completely fails at and then he pivots to and Hillary Clinton's a big poop head well, I yeah. mean
1: that's the difference between prep debate and not prep debate,
4: yeah, he's
1: totally Well, unfit. and
4: and I was given or not given, but i I read. Mm -hmm. Uh, Mm -hmm. gosh, I've been reading, I've been, I've been on the (laughs) politics subreddit way too much the last week. Um, but I, I thought I'd read that he was actually deliberately coached not to directly answer the questions. but instead to do as much pivoting as possible to talking points.
2: Were you handed a box of her acid-washed emails? (laughs) No, those were jeans. (laughs) 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 They were made at uh,
4: Ivanka Trump's uh, sweatshop (laughs) in Indonesia. Hey, uh, can can I get a a new timestamp, by the way, for the video?
0: Absolutely. Right now I'm at 2752. Thank you. For those listening, Taylor is watching along with us because there's a lot of there's a lot throughout the debate that is is a bit of nuance with the reactions of of either person who's speaking and and all of that. So he's he's watching it on his computer, and so we're trying to kind of coordinate our timestamps so that we can keep in sync a little bit as we're going through this.
2: And what what kind of perspective? Yeah. What kind of perspective can you Sorry, give us ahead. on classified stuff, speaking directly as a representative of the U.S. military?
4: <laughs> Asshole. Uh, <laughs> um, the, the email topic has been beaten to death, uh, <laughs> yeah. and I would like to quote one of my favorite politicians in saying, enough about the damn email.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We're sick and tired of hearing about your damn emails. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, he sounded like Moses. <laughs>
4: <laughs> um No, I actually I, I did want to watch the uh the video feed for this because there are several moments where Trump is kind of like looming in yeah. Hillary's space and that kind of thing, so I wanted to be able to speak to that as it happens, having done some nonverbal stuff in the past. Yeah. Uh so yeah, I'm excited for that.
2: Yeah, that will be interesting. He's 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 sort of started his prowling now. He he's not full on stalking, but
4: No, but there are a couple times when she pulls a power move and kind of gets into his space and then pushes him into the background. Yeah. Uh, And there are a couple times where, where not just me, but other individuals who, who I would say are far more educated than me in nonverbal uh, human behavior, you know, argue that he's like almost on the precipice of attacking Hmm. uh, in terms of his body language. So I'll try and point that out where it happens. Interesting. Being very predator like. Yes
8: and always have. When I was on the Senate Armed Services Committee, I was privy to a lot of classified material. Obviously, as Secretary of State, I had some of the most important secrets uh, that we possess, such as going after bin Laden. Uh, So I am very committed to taking classified information seriously. And as I said, there is no evidence uh, that any classified information ended up in the wrong hands. Okay,
5: we're going to move on. And yet,
3: She didn't know the word, the letter C on a document, right? She didn't even know what that word, what that letter meant. You know, it's amazing. I'm watching Uh... Hillary go over facts, and she's going after fact after fact, and she's lying again because she said she you know, what she did with the emails was fine. You think it was fine to delete 33,000 emails? I don't think so. <laughs> she said the 33,000 emails had to do with her daughter's wedding, number one, and a yoga class. Well, maybe we'll give three or three or four or five or something. 33,000 emails.
0: She provided those as examples of the types of things that were deleted. Not that that's all, an all-encompassing thing. Fuck, I get I don't know how many hundreds of emails every fucking day that are just nonsense.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. And what and and so what? What if she had provided you three or three or four or five emails? Then what? Yeah. yeah it, well, and
4: it's like I get I, I'm still on an email list from a squadron that I've since left, uh, because they like haven't taken me off of it, and I constantly get emails like, Oh, mm-hmm. somebody had a kid, like we're having a uh uh tailgate, like somebody's you know, like, close down the base kind of yeah. stuff. I delete them all the time. Don't even read them. Or no. someone
1: dropped their keys in this squadron's parking lot. I'm like, I don't even go by that place. <laughs> Why right. the fuck are you saying this to me?
3: <laughs> it's deleted. And now she's saying there wasn't anything wrong. And more importantly, that was after getting a subpoena. That wasn't before. That was after. She got it from the United States Congress. And I'll be honest. I am so disappointed in congressmen, including Republicans, for Allowing this to happen, our Justice Department, where her husband goes onto the back of an airplane for 39 minutes, talks to the an Attorney general, days mm-hmm. before a ruling is going to be made on her case, like. <laughs> but for you to say that there was nothing wrong with you deleting 39,000 emails Again, you should be thirty-nine
2: thousand. You did, yeah. This is after getting a subpoena, <laughs> Taylor, can you count? Am I the only one that can count?
4: That. No, it's it's just getting several thousand higher. Yeah, know, it's like the wall.
1: Just like you want everybody to vote for him on November twenty-third.
4: 28. 28. 28. 28. Okay. 28. Push it out a few more days. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> but, but seriously, if there, if there are any, I don't know why there would, if there are any Trump listeners in the audience, just please remember to vote on, on November 28th.
0: Mm-hmm.
4: Yes. <laughs> yes.
0: We would all greatly appreciate you doing that.
1: That news you hear earlier in the month is just polling.
4: <laughs> yes. It's, it's the wrong kind of people who are going to be at those polls. So... Right, you you want to go to the 28th one <laughs> yes
0: you will yeah you want to go to the you want to go to the 28th poll for donald trump
2: yeah there seriously yeah. can't be any trump listen, listeners <laughs> trump fans listening to this i
4: can't I imagine
7: cannot
2: no <laughs> I
3: can't I can't respond,
7: imagine. we, we, we,
5: we want to, to give the, the, the audience private private uh, sector, a chance be here put in
3: jail let alone after getting a subpoena from the united states clinton you can
7: respond we have to move on to an audience question look
8: like, it's just not true, and so please you, oh, you didn't to, them? You Allow didn't her to respond, emails? please. For personal emails, not oh, right, official. 33,000? Yeah, <laughs> well, we turned over 35,000, so oh, yeah. it was. What about the other 15,000?
7: Uh, please allow her to respond. She didn't talk. The other 50,000. The do they That's mean? True, I didn't. Because
8: and because I didn't nothing in to the say. first debate, and uh, I'm going to try not to in this debate <laughs> because uh, I'd like to get to the questions that the people have brought here tonight uh, to talk to us about. And get off
3: this question. Shut your fucking mouth.
8: Okay, Donald. I know you're into big diversion tonight. <laughs> Anything to avoid talking about your campaign and the way it's exploding and the way Republicans are leaving you. Boom. Let's, let's at least focus on some of the issues that people care about tonight. Let's get to their question. We have a question here questions.
7: from Ken Karpowitz. He has a question about health care. Ken?
2: She started uh, like pacing you know, Anderson, a little too.
7: Why aren't you bringing up the
3: emails? I'd like to. <laughs> you <know. laughs> You've been oh talking about it for 10 minutes. <laughs>
7: <laughs> why
0: aren't you bringing it up, Anderson? Come on, Anderson.
3: Why aren't you we getting brought up the, the emails. Of, No, it hasn't. It hasn't. And it hasn't been finished at all. But emails yeah. haven't been brought up. What have you been
4: talking about for the last five minutes? Yeah, yeah. no oh, shit. I hate this man. <laughs>
3: it's nice to... One on three. Thank
2: you. <laughs> oh, Jesus.
4: The
3: affordable Care Act, known as well. Obamacare, it is yeah. not affordable. Premiums have gone up. Deductibles have gone up. Co-pays have gone up. Prescriptions have gone up. And the coverage has gone down. Just as
0: it happened every fucking year, year after year, before Obamacare.
1: Because we decided that the parts in Obamacare where we cut oversight over the healthcare industry didn't need to be there. They should stay privatized and be able to compete with
0: each other. Well, and and like I said, it happened year after, every fucking year. Mm -hmm. Your prices went up, your deductibles went up, your coverage went down every fucking year. Yep. The the increases under Obamacare have been less than they were pre-Obamacare. Yes, they've gone up. They haven't gone up as much as they were before Obamacare was put in place.
4: Right. Well, and I think what this speaks to do? kind of a, I don't know whether or not it's misinformation or misunderstanding, probably depending on the level of Republicans you talk to. But like I was having a discussion with somebody close to me over this weekend uh, about the difference between the debt and the deficit. right? Mm-hmm. Where... Where this person was saying, oh, well, under Obama, the, the deficit went up. And I said, no, the deficit the debt yeah. went up, the deficit went down. Yeah. And, and I think that there's this fun- fundamental misunderstanding with numbers on that side of the aisle or a misinformation campaign or both.
0: Yeah, well, they don't, they don't understand the, the difference between the debt and the deficit.
4: Yeah.
3: Yeah. Sorry for mispronouncing that. Thanks. Oh, right. <laughs> and the coverage has gone down. What will you do? to bring the cost down and make coverage better.
7: That, that first one goes to Secretary Thank Clinton, you. because you started out the last <laughs> one for the audience.
8: Don't <laughs> <laughs> no, go
3: ahead, Donald. No, I'm a gentleman, Hillary. Go ahead. Oh, <laughs> brother.
8: <laughs> 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 well, I think Donald Good was job. about to say he's going to solve it by repealing it and getting rid of uh, the Affordable Care Act. Uh-huh. And I'm uh-huh. going to fix it, because I agree with you. Premiums have gotten too high oh, yeah now he 's
2: right deductibles, behind her.
8: prescription drug costs, and i 've laid out a series of actions that we can take to try to get those costs down but here 's what i don 't want people to forget when we 're talking about reigning in the costs, which has to be uh, the highest priority of the next uh, president. When the Affordable Care Act passed, it wasn't just that 20 million people got insurance who didn't have it before, but that in and of itself was a good thing. I meet these people all the time, and they tell me what a difference having that insurance meant to them and their families. But everybody else, the 170 million of us who get health insurance through our employers got big benefits. Number one, insurance companies can't deny you coverage because of a pre-existing condition. Number two, no lifetime limits, which is a big deal if you have serious health problems. Number three, women can't be charged more than men for our health insurance, which is the way it used to be before the Affordable Care Act. Number four, if you're under 26 and your parents have a policy, you can be on that policy until the age of 26, something that didn't happen before. So. I want very much to save what works and is good about the Affordable Care Act. But we've got to get costs down. We've got to provide some additional help to small businesses so that they can afford uh, to provide health insurance. But if we repeal it, as Donald has proposed, and start over again, all of those benefits I just mentioned are lost to everybody, not just people who get their health insurance on the exchange. And then we would have to start all over again. Right now, we are at 90 percent health insurance coverage. That's the highest we've ever been in our country. So so I want us to get to 100 percent, but get costs down and keep quality up.
3: Mr. Trump, you have two minutes. It is such a great question, and it's maybe the question I get almost more than anything else.
0: It's maybe the question I get almost more More than than anything else. (laughs) I think he says that for every question.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Outside of defense, Obamacare is a disaster. You know it. We all know it. It's going up at numbers that nobody's ever seen worldwide. It's nobody's ever seen (laughs) numbers. Worldwide? It's only getting worse. In 17, it implodes by itself. Their method of fixing it is to go back and ask Congress for more money, more and more money. We have right now almost $20 trillion in debt. Obamacare will never work. It's very bad, very bad health insurance, far too expensive, and not only expensive for the person that has it, unbelievably expensive for our country. It's going to be one of the biggest line items very shortly. We have to repeal it and replace it with something absolutely much less expensive (laughs) and something absolutely much much less. (laughs) We have to get rid of the lines around the state, artificial lines, where we stop insurance companies from coming in and competing because they wanted President Obama and whoever was working on it. (laughs) They want to leave those lines because that gives the insurance companies essentially monopolies. Wrong. Well, you will have the finest healthcare plan there is she wants to go to a single payer plan which would be a disaster
5: uh, somewhat
3: similar to canada and if you ever notice, the canadians when they need a big operation when something happens they come into the united states in many cases rich they
0: no they don't no 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 rich people who want who want elective surgeries and shit like that they're the ones yeah. who
3: come here because their their system is so slow it's It's catastrophic in certain ways, but she wants to go to single payer, which means the government basically rules everything. Hillary Clinton (laughs) has been after this for years. Obamacare was the first step. Obamacare is a total disaster. And not only are your rates going up by numbers that nobody's ever believed, but your deductibles are going up. So that unless you get I don't hit by it. a truck, you're never going to be able to use it. It is a disastrous plan, and it has to be repealed and replaced.
7: Secretary Clinton, let me follow up to you. Your husband so, called Obamacare. So for clone.
3: this one,
4: is it is it Tommy Boy, where uh, he goes back to like the fourth grade as a thirty year old? And he gives that long, meandering speech. And finally, at the end, the principal says, uh, You said nothing of any substance. Everyone in the room is dumber for having listened to that. May God have mercy on your soul. I don't know if that, that, was, an,
1: because, that was an Adam Sandler film, wasn't it? That was yeah. Billy Madison. Billy Madison. Yeah. Billy Madison. yeah.
4: yeah.
2: God. Billy Madison, thank damn you for yes. confusing Chris Farley with Adam fucking Sandler. <laughs> I they're both full
4: names, <laughs> titles of
2: movies. I was young when they both came out. Yeah, that's right? that's true. You were like four or whatever. <laughs> now you're so old. Yeah. No, but I, I'll, yeah, go ahead and finish that thought. And then I have a question for you.
4: No, I was just going to say like he, he gave nothing resembling a coherent thought there. Oh so no.
2: It was all just
4: superlative.
2: He never does.
4: Um, no, no, no. But I felt like that was one of the ones in this speech uh, you know, and I had to butcher a movie quote to, to get the point <laughs> across. But where he but I mean, you know, I've been listening to Trump so long. It just carried over. Yeah. Um, yeah. He just he said nothing. And and the only time he came close to saying anything that resembled like a statement that one might construe as a fact, it was something that was
2: abjectly false. Right. Right. I was curious what you thought of his body, what, what you're thinking about his body language at this point where he's kind of. He's kind of like standing behind or over Hillary's shoulder and mm-hmm. watching her respond and kind of licking right. his lips. So I, was, I was
4: trying to pay a lot of attention to that, which is why I was really quiet during that segment of her speech. Um, and, and he was standing about three feet behind her mm-hmm. uh, at that time. Like for that segment of the speech, um, I did not perceive him to be really threatening her in any way. Um, neither with like his body language with regards to her, but also just within his like facial expressions of body language, like in and of himself, um, his face conveyed and his, his, the way that he was moving his hands and clasping his hands and kind of, uh, he was rotating his body kind of at the knees or at the hips, like in little circles. And he was Mm. more conveying, like a bored kid stuck at like church or a speech or something like that. Then he was conveying somebody hmm. who was threatening. Could that, um, now I don't know if maybe the clips I saw was later on in the speech where he was kind of threatening looking. Could that be uh, but any that didn't look
2: at to me, any sort of a, like a, a buildup or an increase in anxiety or um anything. Um,
4: like that? I I'm okay. So if there's any truth to like the fact that he's been using something, um, I think that it could just be the physical expression of like the energy that he's got. Mm. Um, otherwise, I mean, it could just be the fact that he is completely undisciplined. You know, we've heard reports of when he was getting interviewed mm. uh, by journalists and repeatedly during the interviews, he would turn, watch the news. And instead of asking the question, the interviewer gave, he would talk about what had literally just been said on the news. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, I mean, Trump has the attention span of a fruit
2: fly. Yeah. And so I think that that has a lot to do with it. And the intelligence. Okay. So (laughs) we'll, all right, well, we'll just keep watching that and see how this progresses.
7: Yeah. The craziest thing in the world saying that small business owners are getting killed as premiums double coverage is cut in half. Was he mistaken or was his mistake simply telling the truth?
8: No, I mean, he clarified what he meant and, and it's very clear. look, We are in a situation in our country where if we were to start all over again, we might come up with a different system. But we have an employer-based system. That's where the vast majority of people get their health care. And the Affordable Care Act was meant to try to fill the gap between people who were too poor and couldn't put together any resources to afford health care, namely people on Medicaid. Obviously, Medicare, which is a single-payer system, which takes care of our elderly and does a great job doing it, by the way, and then all the people who were employed, but people who were working but didn't have the money to afford insurance and didn't have anybody, an employer or anybody else, to help them. That was the the slot that the Obamacare uh, approach was to take. And like I say, 20 million people now have health insurance. So. If we just rip it up and throw it away, what Donald's not telling you is we just turn it back to the insurance companies the way it used to be. And that means the insurance companies get to do pretty much whatever they want, including saying, "Look, I'm sorry, you've got diabetes, you had cancer, your child has asthma. Your time is up. You may not be able to have insurance because you can't afford it." So, let's fix what's broken about it, but let's not throw it away and give it all back to the insurance companies let and me follow up with you mr that's not going to mr work trump up. let me
3: follow on no, this i just wanted just one thing hey, real hey, quick you know, Hillary, everything's broken sure. on it. Every-
4: sorry i was trying to scrub that and i uh i lost our timestamp. i apologize
0: <laughs> oh no you're fine we're 37 thirty seven twenty nine.
4: okay thank you hey no problem sorry about that
3: hey no problem man i think number two Bernie Sanders said that Hillary Clinton has very bad judgment. This is a perfect example of it. Trying Mr. to Trump, save Obamacare. Did is, he say that? You I don't said you think want so. I can't Obama see Bernie care. saying Nelson something like that. Maybe. With
7: pre-existing sure. conditions, how do you force insurance companies hmm. to do that if you're no longer mandating that every we American get be insurance? Able to. You're
3: going to have plans. What, what does that mean? That, well, I'll tell you what it means. You're going to have plans <laughs> that are so good because we're going to have so much competition in the insurance industry once we break out. Once we break out the lines and allow the competition to come. Are you, Obama, are you going to have a mandate that Americans Anderson, have to have health insurance? Me. President Obama, by keeping those lines, the boundary lines around each state, and it was almost gone until just very toward the end of the passage of Obamacare, which, by the way, was a fraud. You know that because Jonathan Gruber, the architect of Obamacare, was said he said it was a great lie. It was a big lie. President Obama said you keep your doctor, you keep your plan. The whole thing was a fraud and it doesn't work. But when we get rid of those lines, you have competition and we will be able to keep preexisting. We'll also be able to help people that can't get don't have money because we are going to have people protected, And Republicans feel this way, believe it or not, <laughs> and strongly this way. We're going to block grant into the states. We're going to block grant into med- Medicaid, into Thank the you, states, Trump. so that we will be able to take care of people without the necessary funds to take care of themselves.
5: Thank you, Mr. Trump. We now go to gordon Oh, my God, again. Trump, noun,
2: verb, <laughs> noun. <laughs> <laughs> All
5: right. There are 3.3 And lots of really good adjectives. States, and I'm one of them. You've mentioned working with Muslim nations, <laughs> but with Islamophobia on the rise, how will you help people like me deal with the consequences of being labeled as a threat to the country after the election is over, Mr. Trump? You're
4: is there an undecided Muslim voter in the U.S.? Yeah, no
5: kidding.
2: <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> what rock has she been living under? <laughs> Iraq. <laughs> oh, I'm not going
4: to make that joke. <laughs> Damn you and <in> your
3: puns. <laughs> Well, You're right about Islamophobia, and that's a shame. But one thing we have to do is we have to make sure that, because there is a problem. I mean, whether we like it or not, and we can be very politically correct, but whether we like it or not, there is a problem. And we have to be sure that Muslims come in and report when they see something going on, when they see hatred going on, they have to report it as an example in San Bernardino. So so I have something here. Yeah. Literally the next day. Uh, and I want
4: to say Germany, uh, a group of Syrians reported one of the other people in their refugee camp who was like wanting to do something. And then that guy got arrested. So they do. Well, well, and her question,
0: yeah. And her question was, you know, I'm a Muslim with Islamophobia running rampant. How, how will you help stanch that? How will you help stop that from happening? And his answer is nothing but fomenting the fucking problem. Yep. All he does is talk about, yeah, those Muslims, they're a real fucking problem. I agree with you. (laughs) What, what do we need to do about those (laughs)
4: terrible, horrible Muslims? (laughs) You know what you know what we should do is we should just take you all into one place so it'd be nice and safe. <laughs>
2: yeah. yeah. We'll set you up some trains. But yeah. her, but like I said, her her
4: question was how
2: we are you going to
4: stop for
0: you? Yeah. Her question was how are you going to stop this from happening? And he does the exact opposite of answering her question yeah. in that all he does is point the finger at Muslims and say, <laughs> Yes, Muslims are a real problem. We need to deal with that.
4: Yeah. The only way he could have made it worse is if he told the person sitting next to her to keep an eye on her,
3: (laughs) (laughs) which is a black guy. So that would have been interesting. (laughs) Many people saw the bombs all over the apartment of the two people that killed 14 and wounded many, many people horribly wounded they'll never be the same
2: oh jesus Muslims have
3: to report
2: god he's like the worst the muppet ever <laughs> his psa's are all doom and gloom a, there's always
3: a reason for everything <laughs> if they don't do that it's a very difficult situation for our country because you look at orlando and you look at san Bernardino, and you look at the world trade center go outside you look at paris look at that horrible these-
0: Look at the guy sitting next to the Muslim
2: woman. He's got a look on his face, just like, like what the, the fuck
0: f- are you <laughs> talking
2: about? It might be his eyebrows. <laughs> I was noticing, dude, up there too, and he looks kind of like he's got his mad dog on right now. <laughs> but, the, but the guy,
4: that sitting, guy, oh my god, you could land a plane on his forehead. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and, his,
0: and his eyebrows are so knitted and down, just like what yeah. in the fuck is this guy even saying?
3: So, <laughs> radical Islamic terrorists, and she won't even mention the word, and nor will' President his Obama. head back they so he can see over
4: terrorist. his eyebrows
6: <laughs> is yeah. Islamic, <laughs>
3: Islamic Now, to solve a problem, you have to be able to state what the problem is, or at least say the name. She won't say the name, and President Obama won't say the name, but the name is there. It's radical Islamic terror. And before Tara. You have to Tara say... Terror
8: <laughs> Secretary Clinton. Well, thank you for asking your question. And I've heard this question from a lot of Muslim Americans across our country. Because, unfortunately, there's been a lot of very divisive, dark things said about Muslims. And even someone like Captain Khan, the young man who sacrificed himself defending our country in the United States Army, has been subject to attack by Donald. I want to say just a couple of things. First, we've had Muslims in America since George Washington.
2: Yeah, at least.
8: And we've had many successful Muslims. We just lost a particularly well-known one with Muhammad Ali. My vision of America is an America where everyone has a place. If you're willing to work hard, you do your part. You contribute to the community. That's what America is. That's if not, you're America fucking shit our out of luck. <laughs> it's also very short-sighted and even dangerous to be engaging in the kind of demagogic rhetoric that Donald has about Muslims. Mm-hmm. We need American Muslims to be part of our eyes and ears on our front lines. I've worked with a lot of different Muslim groups around America. I've met with a lot of them, and I've heard how important it is for them to feel that they are wanted and, and the included hump. and part <laughs> of our country, part of our <laughs> home yeah. of security, and that's what I want to see. It's also important, I intend to defeat ISIS, to do so in a coalition with majority Muslim nations. Right now, a lot of those nations are hearing what Donald says and wondering, why should we cooperate with the Americans? And this is a gift to ISIS and the terrorists, violent jihadist terrorists. We are not at war with Islam. And it is a mistake and it plays into the hands of the terrorists to act as though we are. So I want a country where citizens like you and your family are just as welcome as anyone else.
5: Thank you, Secretary Clinton. Mr. Trump, in December, you said this. Donald J. Trump is calling for a total and complete shutdown of Muslims entering the United States until our country's representatives can figure out what the hell is going on. We have no choice. We have no choice. Your running mate said this week that the Muslim ban is no longer your position. Is that correct? And if it is, was it a mistake? to have a religious test. First of all,
3: Captain Khan is an American hero. <laughs>
0: was. <laughs> yeah. Was an American hero.
3: And if I were president at that time, he would be alive today. Oh, uh, fuck you, dude. unlike her, who voted for the war without knowing what she was doing, I would not have had our people in Iraq. Iraq was a disaster. Even if so Hillary voted no, what would
1: it make a difference?
3: The Muslim man yeah. is something that in some form, has morphed into a extreme vetting from certain areas of the world. Hillary Clinton wants to allow.
5: And, and why of did it morph into me? that? Excuse excuse me. Me. No, did you? No, answer the question. Why do you
3: still? You- <laughs> 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 you I do. Me all the time. Why don't you Would interrupt her? Would you please her? explain?
5: Because <laughs> she fucking or not answers the Muslim question. Still stands.
3: It's called extreme vetting. We it's a news game. Like We're going to make a Syria show out of it and everything. <laughs> by the tens of thousands because of Barack Obama and Hillary Clinton wants to allow a 550% increase over Obama. People are coming into our country like we have no idea who they are. Where they're from, what Like it's crazy. Our country is. <laughs>
1: like and those two years of vetting, didn't we? Didn't find anything about them.
3: Gonna yeah. be the great horse of all so time. what we're going to do is we're going we to take two Muslims from every this.
4: country, and we're going to make them fight to the death,
3: and the winner <laughs>
4: gets to come here. <laughs> <laughs> and it's going
1: to be televised, and it's going to be a new TV show called Extreme Vetting.
6: <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> this country, oh, I believe in building safe zones. I will even having other people pay for them, as an example, the Gulf states who are not carrying their weight, but they have nothing but money, and take care of people. That's true. But I don't want to have, with all the problems this country has and all of the problems that you see going on, hundreds of thousands of people coming in from Syria when we know nothing about them. We know nothing about their values, and we know nothing about their love for our country.
1: And so the he wants to went, have these countries build safe zones. Because Is that like a concentration camp? Pretty much. Five
5: thousand Syrian refugees. We know you want t-
0: in that it will be a camp where these people are, are concentrated.
8: concentrated.
4: <laughs> 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 well, Trump should go to one of those, too. Just
5: so that, yeah. For <laughs> vetting, that's not a perfect system so why take the risk of having those refugees come into the country well
8: f- first of all i will not let anyone into our country that i think poses a risk to us but there are a lot of refugees women and children think of that picture we all saw of that four year old boy with the blood on his forehead because he'd been bombed by the russian and syrian air forces there are children suffering what is in this a Lippo? catastrophic War.
4: Uh, it's a dog
1: food. Largely,
8: I believe, because of
4: Russia. I couldn't tell you a leader who knows what that place is.
8: And we need to do our part. We by no means are carrying anywhere near the load that Europe and others are. But we will have vetting that is as tough as it needs to be from our professionals, our intelligence uh, experts, and others. But it is important for us as a uh, policy you know not to say as donald has said we're going to ban people based on a religion how do you do that we are a country founded on religious freedom and liberty how do we i love do that she didn't say founded on christianity yeah. yeah. causing great mm-hmm. distress within our own country are we going to have religious tests when people fly into our country and how do we expect to be able to implement those. So I thought that what he said was extremely unwise and even dangerous. And indeed, you can look at the propaganda on a lot of the terrorist sites, and what Donald Trump says about Muslims is used to recruit fighters, because they want to create a war between us. <laughs> and the
4: final thing. I- <laughs> what were you going to say? I, I felt like this was actually kind of a weaker point in her speech. Yeah. Um, and maybe I'm being too nitpicky, but like if she had said the magic word unconstitutional, like that would have made a world of difference yeah. in the way that that moment was reported on. Yeah. You know, this was kind of a weak point because they're, they're largely in agreement. It's just that she actually has a plan and he just has like hot air. But if she had used unconstitutional in her attack on his religious test, that would have been massive.
2: Yeah. Really, really good point. I think, or even just said un-American. I think unconstitutional. Yeah, I think unconstitutional really, I mean, that would even hit that would even make the Republicans take a step back.
0: Yeah. That would have driven the point home for sure.
2: Yeah. I,
0: I right.
4: Can. Cause I mean, you can say un-American and that means lots of things to lots of yeah, people, but right. unconstitutional, like, you know, even even the, the Uber libertarians are going to be like, yeah, I mean, I carry one in my pocket. I, there is a thing that says no religious test.
2: Yeah. yep. I don't so. I don't read it, but I've got it here. And so, yeah. And <laughs> and also, she could have just turned around and been like, why is his
3: tie so fucking long?
8: <laughs>
2: <laughs> That's unconstitutional. You can land a plane <laughs> on that thing. <laughs> All
8: right. I would say this is the 10th or 12th time that he's denied being for the war in Iraq. We have it on tape. The entire press corps has looked at it. It's been debunked, but it never stops him from saying whatever he wants has to say. Has not been
3: debunked. It Has not been debunked. HillaryClinton.com and,
8: and you can see it.
3: I was against the war in Iraq. Has not been debunked. And you voted for it, and you shouldn't have. Well, I just want there's to... been lots of Gap got, I'd
5: like to move mm-hmm. on yeah. to an online question. She
3: just went about 25 seconds over her time. <laughs> Could I to this please? very quickly. Please. So, Hillary Clinton.
2: It, it just it sounds to me like he's now he's starting to move into this tone of of like where he's scolding from a position of authority, where he's like yeah. tr- he's trying to he's trying to put her in her place. She got two cookies, and I only got one. Or he's like, well. It hasn't been debunked. No, she voted for it and I didn't. And that's, you know, that's her problem that she should yeah. be ashamed of that. She should be a feel sorry for that. You know, all that kind of shit. And I did see a breakdown
1: afterwards and Trump did actually have more time on the microphone. Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. Yes. Hmm.
4: Yep. Uh, he had something like 41 seconds and change and she had, she had something like 39 seconds and change. Yeah. By the end of it. Mm. Yeah. On average. Mm. Well, I mean, in total, like of the 90 or so minutes or whatever that comes up to, 70, fuck, I can math, uh, 80 minutes that were allotted or so. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Somewhere in between us.
3: (laughs) In terms of having people come into our country, we have many criminal illegal aliens. When we want to send them back to their country, their country says, we don't want them. In some cases, they're murderers, drug lords, drug problems. And they don't want them. (laughs)
2: Drug the drug some I assume are good people. So that's okay. Yeah. We can't <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> force them into
3: their country. Let me tell you, I'm going to force them right back into their country. They're murderers and some very bad people. And I will tell you uh, very strongly, when Bernie Sanders said she had bad judgment, she has really bad judgment because we are letting people into this country that are going to cause problems and crime like you've never seen. We're also letting drugs pour through our southern border at a record clip. A record, a record clip. clip. And, and
0: if you want to go by what Bernie be Sanders says, well, Bernie Sanders endorses her now, endorse. so why yeah. is that even an issue?
2: A
3: presidential candidate. And why are you trying to appeal to Bernie Sanders voters? Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah, good luck.
3: And. They endorse me because I understand the border. She doesn't. She wants amnesty for everybody. Come right in. That's, come right over. That's not what she's it's saying a horrible at all. Thing she's, doing. she's got bad judgment, and honestly, so bad that she should never be president of the United States. That I can tell you. And don't we have a hey, That I,
5: yeah, I can tell you. Yeah. comes from the public through the bipartisan Open Debate Coalition's online forum where Americans submitted questions that generated millions of votes. This question involves WikiLeaks' release of purported excerpts of Secretary Clinton's paid speeches, which she has refused to release, and one line in particular in which you, Secretary Clinton, purportedly say you need both a public and private position on certain issues. So, two... From Virginia asks, "Is it okay for politicians to be two-faced? Is it acceptable for a politician to have a private stance on issues?" Secretary Clinton, well, your two minutes.
8: Right. As as I recall, that was uh, something I said about Abraham Lincoln uh, after having seen the wonderful Steven Spielberg movie called Lincoln. It was a master class watching President Lincoln get the Congress to approve the 13th Amendment. It was principled, and it was strategic. And I was making the point that it is hard sometimes to get the Congress to do what you want to do, and you have to keep working at it. And yes, President Lincoln was trying to Convinced some people, he used some arguments. Convincing other people, he used other arguments. That uh, was a great, uh, uh, I thought, a great uh, display of presidential leadership. But, you know, let's talk about what's really going on here, Martha, because our intelligence community just came out and said in the last few days that the Kremlin, meaning Putin and the Russian government, are directing – the attacks, the hacking on American accounts to influence our election. And WikiLeaks is part of that, as are other sites where the Russians hack information. We don't even know if it's accurate information. And then they put it out. We have never in the history of our country been in a situation where an adversary, a foreign power, is working so hard to influence the outcome of the election. And believe me, they're not doing it to get me elected. They're doing it to try to influence the election for Donald Trump. Now, maybe because he has praised Putin. Maybe because he says he agrees with a lot of what Putin wants to do. Maybe because he wants to do business in Moscow. I don't know the reasons. But we deserve answers. And we should demand that Donald release all of his tax returns so that people can see what are the entanglements and the financial and relationships to get to that, later. that he has Secretary with Clinton, Russians and power. foreign powers. Well,
4: so, so here's a big maybe. Maybe because Putin knows that with Trump at the helm, America would be extremely weak. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Exactly. Well, and I wanted to point out that I mentioned earlier that when she the is pinnet. asked a question and she pivots, she's still addressing the question. This, I think, was her weakest answer throughout the debate. Yeah. And it, in large Agreed. part, is because when she pivoted, she pivoted away from the question. Yeah. And started, she, she gave a Trump-esque answer where yeah. she started pointing the finger back at Trump and, and making accusations that there's no real way to prove yet. And, and just, you know, throwing out this, all of this wild hyperbole that had nothing to do with the question that she was asked.
1: I also found right. it funny. Well, that's
4: kind of a, oh, I'm sorry. I was Go gonna ahead.
1: say, I found it funny that after the debate, a lot of people attacked her on that Clinton, uh, the, I mean, the, the Lincoln answer. Yeah. So, you know, now she's blaming Lincoln for what she did. It's like, <laughs> no, she was talking about the movie and the way they worked in the movie. So that's.
0: Yeah.
4: Uh, but
0: it was still, you. it was still, that was, that was a pretty shitty and weak answer. It was.
4: Yeah. Well, it's it's kind of a shitty question only in that like everybody understands that you've got a private and a public face as a politician, like nobody wants to see how bills and sausages are made, you know, like there's going to be that kind of dealing. Right. Uh, and I think we recognize that as a society, as a society, and I think it's kind of stupid to try and get a politician to talk about that because duh, they're not going to want to. Yeah. Um,
1: yeah. And also, we don't know the full context in which she said that. It's just a little – that one line, we don't know
4: what she said before or after it. Right, and that's bad on behalf of the moderators. Like, they should have given more context. Yeah.
3: Trump. Yeah. Because it's so ridiculous. Look, <laughs> now she's brain- blaming – she got caught in a total lie. Her papers went out to all her friends at the banks, Goldman Sachs, and everybody else. And she said things, WikiLeaks, that just came out. And she lied now she's blaming the lie on the late great Abraham Lincoln. That's one that I have okay honest Abe honest Abe never lied. that's the good thing. That's the big difference between Abraham Lincoln and you. That's a big, big difference. We're talking about some difference but God. As far as other elements of what's the state, joke would have been a lot better if he hadn't milked it. So goddamn. <laughs> yeah, yeah just, just kept, kept doing it. Russian yeah, because we could fight ISIS together as an example. But I don't know. But I notice anytime anything wrong happens, they like to say the Russians or she doesn't know if it's the Russians doing the hacking. Maybe there is no hacking. But they always blame Russia, hmm. and the reason they blame Russia is because they think they're Trump. Well,
0: and since the debate, it's come out that during the briefings that both Hillary Clinton and Donald Trump went to, they were both briefed on intelligence saying that, yes, the Russians are it's, trying to hack in and influence this election. That it's been confirmed. Yeah.
4: Dur- for- well, and, and the DHS, like I was saying earlier, has put out a statement saying, like, with, with regards to specific instances, you know, this fits the Russian M.O.
3: Yeah.
6: Hmm.
3: Trying to tarnish me with Russia. I know nothing about Russia.
2: I know nothing about Russia. Well, that, my, <laughs> that might be the first true thing he said all night. <laughs> he knows nothing about anybody. Yeah, I, I I posted
0: that on Facebook when I was watching this yeah. live, just like, this is an actual quote from Donald Trump. I know nothing about Russia.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's the good thing you think it is.
3: No. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know about Russia, but I know nothing about the inner workings of Russia. I don't deal there. I have no businesses that have no loans from Russia. I have a very, very great. So how are you going to deal sheet. with so them? So great that when I did the old post office on Pennsylvania Avenue, that again. the United States government, because of my balance sheet, which they actually know very well, chose me to do the old post office between the White House and Congress. Oh, and Chose boy, did he do, do. it. The old it's all white is the now.
4: It's the point act. at which he whipped his dick out and just started blanking of off on stage. <laughs> I have no
3: loans with Russia. You could go to the United States government and they would probably tell you that because they she know my is sheet the very government. well. In order to get that development, I had to have. Now, the taxes are a very simple thing. As soon as I have... First of all, I pay hundreds of millions of dollars in taxes. <laughs> Many of our friends... <laughs> Took bigger deductions. Warren Buffett. Nope. Took a massive deduction. Uh, Soros, who's a friend of hers, took a massive deduction. Many of the people that are giving her all this money that she can do many more commercials than me gave her <laughs> massive deductions. <laughs> Obviously, he's bitter about that part. Of of <laughs> but, but as soon as my routine audit's finished, I'll release my returns. I'll be very proud to. They're
7: Thank
5: actually you, Mr. Trump. Is, uh,
7: and why Mark should we believe X that? Because you taxis previously taxis said, the said the that you would release them anyway. To yeah, yeah.
1: And the IRS said that he can release them whenever he wants.
2: Yeah. Good evening. Uh, my question is, what specific tax provisions will
7: you change to ensure the wealthiest Americans pay their fair share in taxes? Mr. Trump, you have two minutes.
3: Well, one thing I do is get rid of carried interest. The, one of the greatest provisions for people like me, to be honest with you.
6: Uh-huh. <laughs> I give up uh-huh. a lot
3: when I run because I knock out the tax code. And she could have done this years ago, by the way. Total She's a TKO. She was a United oh, yeah. States senator. She complains that Donald Trump took advantage of the tax cut. Well, why didn't she change it? Why didn't you change it? Because she's one vote in Senate. The reason you didn't is that all your friends and the take House of Representatives handles tax yeah. code. You yeah, have provisions in the tax code that, frankly, we could change. But you wouldn't change it because all of these people give you the money, so you can take negative ads on Donald Trump.
4: <laughs> but,
3: yeah, she planned, planned that, that,
4: that 15 things. years you know, ago. She was in, in this,
2: 2000 and what two.
4: two, two she was worrying three about three running this, negative ads on spent Donald
1: that for Trump. Yep. Years. She's been doing this
3: stuff. <laughs> She never changed, and she never will change. She well, she is she is the devil. Change. We're getting rid of carried interest provisions. I'm lowering taxes, actually, because I think it's so important for corporations. Because we have corporations leaving massive corporations and little ones, little ones can't form. We're getting rid of regulations, which goes hand in hand with the lowering of the taxes. But we're bringing the tax rate. Little, down little ones from can't form because of the big ones. To fifteen percent, we're cutting taxes for the middle class, and I will tell you, we are cutting them big league for the middle class. And I will tell you, Hillary Clinton really? is raising your taxes, folks. You could look at me. She's, She's raising that, that, your the bubble taxes gum. really high. And what that's going to do is a disaster for the country. But she is raising your taxes, and I'm lowering Not your mine. taxes. That in itself is a big difference. We are going to be thriving again. We have no growth in this country. There's no growth. Bullshit! That's horseshit. Of... Seven percent. It's like a national catastrophe. Your tie has grown (laughs) since this started. And that's like tons tons (laughs) of growth. All the, all the best growth in this country. And a lot of it has to do with the fact that our taxes are so high. Just about the highest in the world. And I'm bringing, bringing them down Mm -mm. to one of the lower in the world. They are not one of the most important things we can do, but she is raising everybody's taxes massively. Secretary Clinton, you have two minutes. The question was, God, uh, what specific tax provision? She
2: has so much. Be- None ble- of that was true. She just has so much bleeding control to do right when well, she starts that it's fucking ridiculous. Just now
8: from Donald. Hey, is he goes not on true. these gish gallops.
2: I'm, yeah, exactly. I'm sorry, I have
8: to keep saying this, but he lives in an alternative reality. Yeah, he does. And it is sort of amusing to hear somebody who hasn't paid federal income taxes in maybe 20 years talking about what he's going to do, but I'll tell you what he's going to do. His plan will give the wealthy and corporations the biggest tax cuts they've ever had, more than the Bush tax cuts, by at least a factor of two. Donald always takes care of Donald and people like Donald, and this would be a massive gift. And indeed, the way that he talks about his tax cuts would end up raising taxes on middle-class families, Mm -hmm. millions of middle-class families. Now, here's what I want to do. I have said nobody who makes less than $250,000 a year, and that's the vast majority of Americans, as you know, will have their taxes raised, because I think we've got to go where the money is. And the money is with people who've taken advantage of every single break in the tax code. And yes, when I was a senator, I did vote to close corporate loopholes. I voted to close, I think, one of the loopholes he took advantage of when he claimed a billion dollar uh, loss that enabled him to avoid paying taxes. I want to have a tax on people who are making a million dollars. It's called the Buffett Rule. Yes, Warren Buffett is the one who's gone out and said, somebody like him should not be paying a lower tax rate than his secretary. I want to have a surcharge on incomes above $5 We have to make up for lost times because I want to invest in you. I want to invest in hardworking families. And I think it's been unfortunate, but it's happened, that since the Great Recession, the gains have all gone to the top, and we need to reverse that. People like Donald who paid zero in taxes, zero for our vets, zero for our military, zero for health and education, mm-hmm. that is wrong. Thank and you, we're Secretary. going to make sure that nobody, no corporation and no individual can get away without paying his you. fair share. I support- want to give you... Our Mr. Trump, I want to give the chance to respond. She
2: finished that to one pretty strong. Well. Yeah, she did. The there was some there was some passion there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought that was a good
7: answer. First time in the campaign. The New York Times published three pages of your 1995 tax returns. They show you claimed a nine hundred sixteen million dollar loss, which means you could have avoided paying personal federal income taxes for years. You have said you pay state taxes, employee taxes, real estate taxes, property taxes. You have not answered, though, a simple question. Did you use that 916 million dollar loss to avoid paying personal federal income taxes? For
3: of course I do. Of course, of I, course, course I do. Of course of donors, I do. Of course her donors or most of her donors, I know many of her donors. Her donors took massive tax write-offs. A lot of my personal income A lot of my write-off was depreciation and other things that Hillary as a senator allowed and she'll always allow it because the people that give her all this money they want it. That's why See, I understand the tax code better than anybody that's ever run for president. <laughs> Hillary Clinton, and it's extremely <laughs> complex. Hillary Clinton has friends that want all of these provisions, including they want the carried interest provision, which is very important to Wall Street people, but they really want the carried interest provision, which I believe Hillary's leaving. It's very interesting why she's leaving carried interest. But I will tell you that number one, I pay tremendous numbers of taxes. I absolutely used it, and so did Warren Buffett, and so did George Soros, and so did many of the other people that Hillary is uh, getting money from. Now, I won't mention their names because they're rich, but they're not famous. You just did mention their
7: names. (laughs) Can you you say how many years you have avoided paying personal federal income taxes?
3: No, but I, I pay tax, and I pay federal tax, too. But I have a write-off. A lot of it's depreciation, which is a wonderful charge. I love depreciation. You know, she's given it to us. Hey.
0: So he just, he just basically said that first he admitted that he doesn't pay federal tax. Then he yeah. said that he does pay federal tax. Then he said that he knows the tax code better than anybody else. But then he said that he cannot tell us how many years he did not pay federal yeah. tax. So he knows the tax code better than he knows his own fucking tax returns. Bullshit.
1: And I just looked it up and had to do some counting. Uh, on the list of worldwide for uh income tax, we are around 41st. Yeah, we are nowhere near the fucking top. We're at 39, where some countries are above 60%.
2: Uh-huh.
0: Yeah, he's all of the things he said in that in that previous bit were total fucking lies. Yeah, previous bit being the
2: rest of this debate. (laughs) Everything he said has been total bullshit.
0: (laughs) And and since the debate, Warren Buffett has come out and said, "No, actually, I do pay federal tax nineteen forty five or whatever, and I don't take all of the deductions to which I am entitled because he still wants to pay federal tax where Donald Trump does not. Yeah."
3: If she had a problem, for 30 years she's been doing this, Anderson. I say it no all the she time. she has She talks about health care. Why didn't she do something about it? She talks about taxes. Why didn't she do something about it? She doesn't do anything about anything other than talk. With her, it's all talk and no action. <laughs> and again, Alexander...
6: It's yeah. really yes. bad
3: judgment. She has made bad judgment not only on taxes. She's made bad judgments on Libya, on <laughs> Syria, on Iraq. Libya. I mean, her and Obama, whether you like it or not, the way they got out of Iraq, the vacuum they've left, that's why ISIS formed in the first place. They started from that little area.
2: Had and nothing to do with George W. Bush's different mis- different misadventures nations. over there. So yeah, nothing at all.
3: Great job.
7: will you be able to respond, Secretary Clinton?
8: Well, here we go again. Uh, I've been, she's uh, <laughs> she's so weary. For yeah. Years, um, starting when I was a senator from New York. But that's not the point here. Why didn't you, you know, do it? Why didn't you do it? Because I was a senator with a Republican president. Oh, really? I will be the you president. You could have done it. If you, an done, <laughs> uh, <laughs> if you were an
3: effective <laughs> senator, you could have done it. Oh, oh, come on. How? Senator, you could have done he it. He has but no but idea, idea how this works. He's response. She didn't interrupt you.
8: You know, under our Constitution, God. presidents have something called veto power.
6: <laughs>
8: Look, he has now said repeatedly, 30 years this and 30 years that. So let me talk about my 30 years in public service. I'm very glad to do so. Eight million kids every year have health insurance, because when I was First Lady, I worked with Democrats and Republicans to create the Children's Health Insurance Program. Hundreds of thousands of kids now have a chance to be adopted because I worked to change our adoption and foster care system. After 9-11, I went to work with Republican mayor, governor, and president to rebuild New York and to get health care for our first responders who were suffering because they had run toward danger and gotten sickened by it. Hundreds of thousands of National Guard and Reserve members have health care because of work that I did, and children have safer medicines because I was able to pass a law that required. <laughs> did the, the Donald fuck, dude?
1: Did he just put his hand done. on his pants? Yeah, what? <laughs> he's got like he's got 1890s sheriff world. pose. <laughs> advocating, for our country, but also advocating for women's
2: rights
8: to make sure that women. Had yeah, he totally hooked his thumb into his mouth. Uh-huh. Yeah. squinted at her. Better life and negotiated a treaty with Russia to lower <laughs> nuclear weapons. Four hundred pieces of legislation have my name on it as a sponsor or a co-sponsor when I was a senator for eight years. I worked very hard and was very proud to be reelected in New York by an even bigger margin than I had been elected the first time. And as president, I will take that work, that bipartisan work, that finding common ground Thank because you. you have to be able to get along with people to get things done in Washington. Thank you, Secretary. And I've proven that. <laughs> now I now he's
2: doing finger gun. And
4: Thirty
8: years. <laughs> Thank you, we're going to
5: move on to Syria, both
4: of you Maybe he is playing sheriff.
2: <laughs> oh, he always <laughs> playing yeah, sheriff. I mean, I think we
1: should.
5: <laughs> we can be no, to no maybe Mr. Trump. We're dis- going to go on. This is she has about been the audience, disaster as a Mr. Trump. No, no, we're Jesus. going to move on. The heartbreaking video of a five-year-old Syrian boy named Amran sitting in an ambulance after being pulled from the rubble rubble after an airstrike in Aleppo focused the world's attention on the horrors of the war in Syria with 136 million views on Facebook alone. But there are much worse images coming out of Aleppo every day now where in the past few weeks alone 400 people have been killed at least 100 of them children. Just days ago the State Department called for a war crimes investigation he of can't the Syrian stand regime of Bashar al-Assad uh-uh. and its ally Russia for their bombardment of Aleppo. So this next question comes from social media through Facebook. Diane from Pennsylvania asks, if you were president, what would you do about Syria and the humanitarian crisis in Aleppo? Isn't it a lot like the Holocaust when the U.S. waited too long before we helped? Secretary Clinton, we will begin with your two minutes.
8: Well, the situation in Syria is catastrophic. And every day that goes by, we see the results of the regime uh, by Assad in partnership with the Iranians on the ground, the Russians in the air, bombarding places, in particular Aleppo, where there are hundreds of thousands of people, probably about 250,000 still left. And there is a determined effort by the Russian Air Force to destroy Aleppo in order to eliminate the last of the Syrian rebels who were really holding out against the Assad regime. Russia hasn't Take paid no any Johnson. attention to ISIS. <laughs> they're interested in keeping Assad in power. So I, when I was Secretary of State, advocated, and I advocate today, a no-fly zone and safe zones. We need some leverage with the Russians uh, because they're not going to uh, come to the negotiating table for a diplomatic Uh, resolution, unless there is some leverage over them. And we have to work more closely with our partners and allies on the ground. But I want to emphasize that what is at stake here is the ambitions and the aggressiveness of Russia. Russia has decided that it's all in in Syria, and they've also decided who they want to see become president of the United States, too, and it's not me. I've stood up to Russia, I've taken on Putin and others, and I would do that as president. I think wherever we can cooperate with Russia, that's fine. And I did as Secretary of State. That's how we got a treaty reducing nuclear weapons. It's how we got the sanctions on Iran that put a lid on the Iranian nuclear program without firing a single shot. So I would go to the negotiating table with more leverage than we have now. But I do support the effort to investigate for crimes war crimes committed by the Syrians and the Russians and try to hold them accountable. Thank you, Secretary Clinton. First of all, she Trump. was there
3: as Secretary of State with the so-called line in the sand. Which... No. No,
8: I wasn't. I was going no, to interrupt you. But you at were in contact. Point, so, excuse me. At some point were... we need
3: So they drew
4: the, the red line while she was still Secretary of State. But She had left and Kerry was in power or well, in place at the Secretary of State by the time the red line was crossed, so to speak. Mocha, hmm.
1: okay. yeah, because that was around 2014, maybe. <sighs>
0: I don't know. I can't remember. I didn't know the year.
3: Uh... You were in total contact here. with the White House, and perhaps, sadly, Obama probably still listened to you. I don't think he'd be listening very much anymore. <laughs> Obama <laughs> draws the line in the sand. Oh, He's such a left fucking asshole. all over the world. What happened? Now, with that being said. She talks tough against Russia, but our nuclear program has fallen way behind, and they've gone wild with their nuclear program. Not good. Uh, My government shouldn't have allowed that. To not, happen. Good. not good. Russia not good, not good at all. is new in terms of nuclear. Why? We are old. We're tired. We're exhausted in terms of <laughs> nuclear. Projecting. She talks tough. She talks really <laughs> tough against, against uh, uh, Putin and against Assad. She talks in favor of the rebels. (laughs) She doesn't even know who the rebels are. You know, every time we take rebels, whether it's in Iraq. You don't know who the rebels are. They're one group. Yeah. (laughs) And you know what happens? They end up being worse than the people. Look at what she did in Libya with Gaddafi. Gaddafi's out. It's a mess. And by the way, ISIS has a good chunk of their oil. I, I'm sure you probably have heard that. It was a disaster. Because the fact is, almost everything she's done in foreign policy has been a mistake and it's been a disaster. But if you look at Russia, just take a look at Russia and look at what they did this week, where I agree she wasn't there, but possibly She's consulted. (laughs) Oh my (laughs) gosh. So what Russia did with Assad, and by the way, with Iran, who you made very powerful with the dumbest deal perhaps I've ever seen in the history of deal making.
1: By taking away their thousands of nuclear sites?
3: With the 1.7 billion in cash, which is enough cash to fill up this room. But look. You would know. That That was their money. Iran now and (laughs) Russia. ...are now against us. So she wants to fight. She wants to fight for rebels. There's only one problem. You don't even know who the rebels are.
5: Mr. Trump, Mr. So what's Trump, the purpose? Two and, and one is thing up. I have to say, I don't like
3: up. Assad at all. But Assad is killing ISIS. Russia is killing ISIS. No, And no. Iran <laughs> is killing ISIS. And those three have now lined up because of our weak foreign policy.
2: Assad is killing Trump, Syrians. Let me repeat the Yeah, so is, question. is, Russia. Yeah, so is Russia. president... Mm -hmm.
5: What would you do about Syria and the humanitarian (sighs) crisis in Aleppo? And I want to remind you what your running mate said. He said, provocations by Russia need to be met with American strength and that if Russia continues to be involved in airstrikes along with the Syrian government forces of Assad, the United States of America should be prepared to use military force to strike the military targets of the Assad regime. Okay.
3: He and I haven't spoken and I disagree.
5: <laughs> so uh, what?
2: So they had he to He re- and I haven't spoken.
0: So the moderators had to remind him what the fucking question yeah. was. And then when he's asked the question again and told what his running mate is saying, he says that he hasn't spoken with him and does not agree with him. Yeah. That's fucking weird, right? You would
1: think he'd be talking to him every single day. You would yeah you would think that he yeah. would
0: be talking to his running
2: mate and would know what his running mate's position is and that he would answer the fucking question. That's the the more important thing is what a lack of relationship there is there, yeah. right? I don't talk to you, Dan, every day. Not by a long shot. Yeah. Not by a long shot. <laughs> but but if someone came up to me and said, "Oh, Dan Ellis said thus and thus," I would have a pretty goddamn good idea whether that fits with what I've heard you say and what I know you believe. Or if it doesn't.
0: If they said I believe thus and thus. Yeah.
1: Well it depends on the I'm just saying whatever many... <laughs>
2: whatever the example is.
1: If he took a lot of pain meds, he might have went around saying thus and thus uh, thus. I'm this. saying
2: whatever the example <laughs> is. Whatever they say what the fuck is so weird about that? We're just having fun. If they come up and say, Hey, Dan said X, is that better? Why would I be
0: talking about Chris?
2: <laughs> yeah. And so and and then I would have a pretty good idea. I would be able to say, No, he fucking didn't. Or okay, yeah. And I agree with him. Yeah, he usually yeah. says B. I, I think your oldisms are wearing off. <laughs> what? Do you want to be on this I said show the show again? Old-ism. <laughs> Do you want to be uh... on this show again? <laughs> I don't I don't even know what that means. What's an oldism? Where where every once in a while Dan will say stuff that's like
4: oh, yeah. twenty
2: years old. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, is that what you guys were doing? What? Nobody said who's <laughs> no, like that. Nobody said. Thus and thus. Uh, fuck it, whatever. What does he have to say? <laughs> what is Trump saying? <laughs>
0: So again, they had to remind him what the question was. He said that, and then they told him what Mike Pence's position is, and he has said that he hasn't spoken with him and disagrees with with the stated position.
3: I disagree. You disagree I think with your running to me. knock out ISIS right now. Syria is fighting ISIS. We have people that want to fight both at the same time, but Syria is no longer Syria. Syria is Russia. And it's Iran who she made strong and Kerry and Obama made into a very powerful <laughs> Obama. nation and a very rich nation very, very quickly, very, very quickly. I believe we have to get ISIS. We have to worry about ISIS before we can get too much more involved. She had a chance to do something with Syria. They had a chance. And that was the line.
0: Clinton think just looks exasperated. I think oh, Obama why wouldn't you be?
3: Disaster humanitarian What do you wise. think it will it happen humani- if it falls? Uh, I think that it basically has fallen, okay? It basically has fallen. Let me tell you something. If you take a look at Mosul. The biggest problem I have with the stupidity of our foreign policy. We have Mosul. It's not I think even a the same country. The are in Mosul. <laughs> so we have announcements coming out of Washington and coming out of Iraq. We will be attacking Mosul in three weeks or four weeks. Well, all of these bad leaders... From ISIS are leaving Mosul. Why can't they do it quietly? Why can't they do the attack, make it a sneak attack? Because after the attack we're already made, in Mosul. Inform the Americans. That's one of our largest we've bases. knocked out the leaders. We've had a tremendous success. People leave. Why do they have to say we're going to be attacking Mosul within the next four to six weeks? Which is what they're saying. How stupid is our country?
0: <laughs> and this, this was one of my, this was one of my absolute favorite yeah. moments in the debate because the moderator, Martha Raddatz, starts correcting Donald Trump yeah. and explaining to him why you would provide warning that you're going to strike an area. You want to preserve innocent life. You yep. don't want to. You don't want to just start bombing yeah. a city with with tons of innocent people in it. You want to provide notice that hey. We're going to bomb your city, so you need to get the fuck out. Yeah, we don't want to pull a Pearl Harbor with a sneak attack. Yeah, and and <laughs> and so the moderator starts arguing with Donald Trump on this point.
3: Is what they say. How stupid is our country?
5: There are sometimes reasons the military does that. Psychological warfare. I can't think
3: of any. I can't think of any. It might be the help. Because I can't think (laughs) of any. Clearly,
4: (laughs) there there aren't any. Massive (laughs) argument from ignorance. He's smarter than all of the generals, you
1: know. Yeah. Yeah, He also said he's he's pretty good at it, which I mean, I think he means he's pretty good at thinking, which we obviously know to be false.
0: (laughs) Well, and I just love the, (laughs) well, I can't think of any, so clearly there aren't any good reasons
5: psychological
3: warfare. I can't think of any. I can't think of any. It might be to help get civilians out. And we have, look, I have 200 generals and admirals who endorse me. I have 21 Congressional Medal of Honor recipients who endorse me. We talk about it all the time. They understand. Why can't they do something secretively where they go in and they knock out the leadership? How, why would these people stay there? I've been reading now for weeks about Mosul, that it's the harbor of where, you know, between Raqqa and Mosul, this is where they think the ISIS leaders are. Why would they be safe? They're not staying there anymore. They're gone. Because everybody's talking about how Iraq, which is us with our leadership, goes in to fight What, Mosul. what the fuck now, is he talking about? What is he talking about? And generals, they can't believe it. All I say is this. General George Patton, General Douglas MacArthur are stupidly grave <laughs> of the stupidity of what we're doing in the Middle East.
5: I'm going to go to Secretary Clinton. Secretary so
3: how many Medal of Honor recipients <laughs> did
1: you say you we're backing him? I, I love for that. 41. Well, there's, according, a, according late, to this we'll list, there's 77 Medal of Honor recipients 50. still living today.
2: Oh, yeah. yeah. Over so, half of them.
1: Yeah. So you said over half of all the living Medal of Honor recipients are endorsing him.
2: Hmm.
0: I, I love that. So, I first I loved that Martha Raditz argued with Donald Trump about this. And then I love that at the end of this, she's just like, All right, fuck you. I'm going to move to, <laughs> I'm going to move to Senator Clinton and see what she says about this because you're clearly
2: full of shit. God, that whole thing was just
0: <laughs> painful I, to listen
2: to. <sighs> Utter nonsense. Yeah. I mean, all of that gibberish, yeah, like poo poo of the mouth. <laughs> Definitely that. Yeah.
3: They can't believe it. All I say is this. General George Patton, General Douglas MacArthur, are MacArthur.
5: in their grave
3: at the stupidity of what we're doing in the Middle East.
5: I'm going to go to Secretary Clinton. God. Secretary Clinton, you want Assad to go. You advocated arming rebels, uh. but it looks like that may be too late for Aleppo. You talk about diplomatic efforts. Those have failed. Ceasefires have failed. Would you diplomatic introduce the threat of U.S. military force? beyond a no-fly zone against the Assad regime to back up diplomacy?
8: I would not uh, use American ground forces in Syria. I think that would be a very serious mistake. I don't think American troops should be uh, holding territory, which is what they would have to do as an occupying force. I don't think that is a smart strategy. I do think the use of special forces, which we're using, uh, the use of, uh, enablers and trainers in Iraq, which has had some positive effects, uh, are very much in our interests. And so I do support what is happening. But let so me So what just, would you do differently than President Obama is well, doing? Well, Mar- Martha, I hope that by the time I, if Everything. I'm president I hope by the time I am president, God,
6: do you that think so we will clever?
8: have pushed ISIS <laughs> out of Iraq.
6: I do think <laughs> that there
8: is a good chance that we can take Mosul. Uh, and you know, Donald says he knows more about ISIS than the generals. No, he doesn't. Uh, <laughs> there are a lot of uh, very important planning going on, and some of it is to signal uh, to the Sunnis in the area as well as Kurdish Peshmerga fighters that we all need to be in this, and that takes a lot Peshmerga of planning fighters. and preparation. <laughs> I would go after Baghdadi. <laughs> I would specifically
0: <laughs> target <laughs> <Baghdadi> <laughs> Because I think
8: targeting
5: of al leaders,
8: and I was involved in a lot of those operations, highly classified ones, nice. made a difference. So I think that could help. I would also consider arming the Kurds. The Kurds have been our
4: best
0: partners
2: Didn't you and just say that? that? <laughs> he had oh, Kurds onto
8: it. Circles, <laughs> oh, yeah. <but> yeah. <laughs> I think they should Gerd have. The, the Kurds or so the Kurdish Jesus. and Arab fighters <laughs> sound like the
2: Swedish the chef
8: are the principal way that we take Raqqa after pushing ISIS out of Iraq thank you very much we're going to you know move funny on she got...
3: went over a minute over and you don't stop her when I go oh god second, you like had many answers it's really, it's really very interesting We've got a question over here <laughs> none of which made her. sense no Sorry. yeah my question is do you believe you can be a devoted
7: president to all the people in the United States. That question begins
3: for Mr. Trump. Absolutely. I mean, uh, if you got the he money, calls our people deplorable, a large
1: no, your people
3: and irredeemable. I will be a president for all of our people, and I'll be a president that will turn our inner cities around and will give strength to people and we will give economics to people and will bring jobs back because now give economics said her to people
4: husband, <laughs> yeah. The but people need disaster. to get economics <laughs> so economics 101
3: the not in this country he will, he will economic the heck out of the inner cities we lost our jobs we lost our money we lost our plants it is a disaster and now she wants to sign tpp even though she says now she's for it she called it the gold standard and by the way at the last debate she lied because it turned out that she did say the gold standard And she said she didn't say it. They actually said (laughs) that she lied. Projection. Okay, and she lied. But she's lied about a lot of things. I would be a president for all of the people African Americans.
2: Oh, God. He pointed at the question guy. She's been talking about African Americans. As usual.
3: She talks about, you know, it. your Nothing people. Happens. Yeah, <laughs> right.
2: Oh, you would have said that. Latino <laughs> Americans, we'll give Americans, you economics.
3: The same exact thing. They talk, <laughs> they don't get it done. You go into the inner cities and you see it's 45% poverty. African-Americans now, 45% poverty in the inner cities. The education is a disaster. Jobs are essentially non-existent. I mean, it's... You know, I, and I've been saying at big speeches where I have 20 and 30,000 people, what do you have to lose? It can't get anywhere. Everything. And she's been talking about the inner cities for 25 years.
1: Oh, it's not 30 nothing's anymore. It's never happened.
3: Let me tell you if she's president of the United States, nothing's going to happen. It's just going to be talking. All of her friends, the taxes we were talking about, and I would just get it by osmosis.
0: She's not doing any me favors. By osmosis. What the fuck is he talking What would he get by osmosis? I don't know. Does he know what osmosis is? <laughs> Certainly not. I don't know what the fuck he's talking about. And I wondered that when I first heard this, like, me, I was, so I, when I first watched this, I watched it with my kids and had a good time giggling at all of the stupid things that he was saying. But when he said he would get it by osmosis. Clearly, he doesn't know what osmosis is, and we don't know what the fuck he's even talking about. What is he going to get by osmosis? Um, he's going to lay on his money, and it's just going to soak into
1: his body and become part of him.
0: He's so, going to get all the economics through osmosis. Does he he's mean to pass
1: through
4: him? Does he mean telekinesis?
0: I have no so, idea. So
4: he's he had this earlier train of thought where he was saying that Hillary Clinton wasn't going to actually pass any legislation, and that she was going to like give tax breaks to. Uh, to quote him, her people like George Soros. And so what he was saying there is that like, she, again, wasn't going to do anything to help the inner cities, uh, and that she would just give tax breaks to those people and that he would get those tax breaks by osmosis.
0: Oh my God. You were the Uh, Trump whisperer.
4: (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, I think that's what he's trying to communicate.
0: Thank you so much. I had no. I honestly had no fucking idea what he was talking about. I think he could have chose
1: a better word.
0: Well, and could have made it, you know, more coherent when (laughs) when joined with that thought anywhere in a in a five minute little speech that he's giving. Have we found anything that he
1: said to be coherent in his life?
0: (laughs) That's a lot to ask for.
4: That was that was excellent. This almost makes me wonder, though, if he has like all of these paused thoughts that like he's left sitting on the table because he clearly went and he picked that one back up. <laughs> it's it, it, like maybe part of why he's so stupid is <laughs> is that his brain is like a hard drive and it's just got so many different like paused processes.
0: It's so fragmented.
4: He yeah he needs to defrag that shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or it's a
1: really
2: small hard drive that's just full right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably it's it. it's probably more like a single Acid-washed box, yeah. <laughs> than a hard drive. <laughs> I hear that's very expensive.
1: <laughs> yes,
2: <laughs> it definitely is.
1: He expensive <laughs> process. He needs to switch over to a solid-state drive. He's running out disks too. He's on floppy. Yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing me favors. Punch cards. It's all punch <laughs> cards. <laughs> she's doing me favors but, but I will tell you, she's all talk. It doesn't get done. All you have to do is take a look at a Senate run. Take a look at upstate New York. Your two minutes is up. Secretary Clinton, two minutes. It turned out to minutes. be a disaster. You have two
8: minutes, Secretary Clinton. Well, 67% of the people voted to reelect me when I ran for my second term, and I was very proud and very humbled by that. Mr. Carter, oh. I have tried my entire life to do what I can to.
0: And it just hit me when I when I first watched the debate. I was trying to think of who this guy looks like. He looks like Samuel L. Jackson in Black Snake Moan. Oh, he
1: does!
2: (laughs) No, I I haven't seen it, but does he have AIDS in that movie? That's
1: that's exactly
2: what this guy looks like.
1: Well, his character in that movie is kind of, his hair is very unkept and. And him him being bald balding and, he's, yeah, and having yeah. the hair kind of frizzled on the side like that. Yeah. That's very much like his character from that movie.
0: Yeah. I, when I first watched this, I was like, mm-hmm. God damn, he looks so familiar. Who does he look like? And it just hit me while we were watching this. Strikes me as racist, but. <laughs> it's it's oh. not. That's what, it, that's what it
2: looks like. <laughs> yeah, they all look the same. That's not my fault. I mean, we could say Chris Christie it's not racism. Sitting...
1: Chris Christie's
2: sitting there too. Oh, oh God! Yeah. If Chris Christie there's, there's and Kevin from the office here somewhere. <laughs>
4: to
8: support children and families. You know, right out of law school, I went to work for the Children's Defense Fund, and Donald talks a lot about, you know, the 30 years I've been in public service. I'm proud of that. You know, I started off as a young lawyer working against discrimination against African-American children in schools and in the criminal justice system. I worked to make sure that kids with disabilities could get a public education, something that I care very much about. I have worked with Latinos. One of my first jobs in politics was down in South Texas registering Latino citizens to be able to vote. So I have a deep devotion to use your absolutely correct word. Oh,
4: there it is. To there making it is. sure so that every American feels like
8: he or she has a place.
4: Yeah. And this is where I see... Like the very aggressive nonverbal behavior from him, he's got his hand on the chair and the way he's looking at her. Mm. Also, holy fuck, that tie is long. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I I told you it was a high. It was to hide the erection. Jesus. But yeah, no, he looks very aggressive right at that particular point. Where he's very, very uh, stiff and
1: scowling at her.
4: Yes. Because yeah, I've I've yeah, got. It. I might be a little bit ahead or behind where she's actually speaking right now, but I just hit it on my video player.
2: Yeah, I've got it right now at one nineteen fourteen. Yeah, but he's still kind of doing like a half lean on the chair, and he's got a he's kind of got a grimace, almost like a scowl on his face, and he's looking over at her. <laughs> it it intensifies over the next three seconds. Yeah, hmm. yeah.
8: In our country, and I think when you hmm. look at the letters that I get, a lot of people are worried that maybe they wouldn't have a place in Donald Trump's America. They write me, and uh, one woman wrote me about her son, Felix. She adopted him from Ethiopia when he was a toddler. He's 10 years old now. This is the only country he's ever known. And he listens to Donald on TV, and he said to his mother one day, will he send me back to Ethiopia if he gets elected? You know, children listen to what is being said, to go back to the very, very first question. And there's a lot of fear. that In fact, teachers and parents are calling it the Trump effect. <laughs> Bullying is up. A lot of people are feeling, you know, uneasy. A lot of kids are expressing their concerns. So first and foremost... I will do everything I can to reach time, out to everybody, Secretary Democrats, Clinton. Republicans, independents, people across our country. If you don't vote for me, I still want to be your president. Your I want to be the up. best president I can be for every American. Secretary
7: Clinton, you're two minutes that was a good answer. I want to follow yeah. up on something that Donald Trump actually said to you, mm-hmm. uh, a comment you made last month. You said that half of Donald Trump's supporters are, quote, deplorables, racist, sexist, homophobic, xenophobic, Islamophobic. You later said you regretted saying half. You didn't express regret for using the term deplor- deplorables. Mr. Carter's question, how can you unite a country if you've ridden off tens of millions of Americans?
8: Well, within hours, I, I said that I was sorry about the way I, I um, talked about that. Should have said all of them. my <laughs> argument is not with his supporters. It's with him and with the hateful and divisive campaign that he has run and the inciting of violence at his rallies and the very uh, brutal kinds of comments about not just women, but all Americans, all kinds of Americans. And what he has said about African Americans and Latinos, about Muslims, about POWs, uh, about immigrants, about people with disabilities, he's never apologized for. And so I do think that a lot of the tone and tenor that he has said, I'm proud of the campaign that Bernie Sanders and I ran. We ran a campaign based on issues, not Mm -hmm. insults, and he is supporting me 100% because we talked about what we wanted to do. We might have had some differences, and we had a lot of debates, but we believed that we could make the country better, and I was proud of that. I'll
3: give you a minute. We have a divided nation. We have a very divided nation. In large part because of you. Yeah. You look at Baltimore. You fucking asshole. You look at the violence that's taking place in the inner cities, Chicago, you take a look at Washington, D.C. We have an increase in murder within our cities, murder. the biggest in 45 years. We have a divided nation. I thought that was, was – like wasn't that
1: proven me. wrong?
3: Oh, she I'm sure it was. <laughs> in <her> heart. And <laughs> right. when she said deplorables, she meant it. And when she said irredeemable, they're irredeemable. You didn't mention that. But when she said they're irredeemable, it yeah. might have been even worse. She said she's some got of them tremendous, are redeemable. She's got tremendous hatred. And this country cannot take another four years of Barack Obama. And that's what you're getting with her.
7: Mr. Trump, let me follow up with you. In 2008, you wrote in one of your books that the most important characteristic of a good leader is discipline. You said, if a leader doesn't have it, quote, he or she won't be one for very long. In the days after the first debate, you sent out a series of tweets from 3 a.m. to 5 a.m., including one that told people to check out a sex tape. Is that the discipline of good? No, it
3: wasn't sex check out a sex tape. No, just you, take you, a did. you did. That's so what you fucking put in your tweet. Literally check out uh, the Girl sex tape. Who was yeah. the Girl Scout? By the, the way, just so you understand, it was the cocaine. She said three o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Take a look at Benghazi. She said, "Who's going to answer the call at three o'clock in the morning?" Guess what? She didn't answer because when Ambassador Stevens... The question is, six, is that
7: the discipline of a good leader?
3: 600 times. Well, she said she was awake at 3 o'clock in the morning. And she also said... Uh, oh, that's I'm not what up, she up, said. Up, and up. you're she lying up. about what you uh. said. Like who's, who's The famous thing. We're going to answer our call at 3 o'clock in the morning. Guess what happened? Ambassador Stevens... Was Ambassador dead. Ambassador Stevens sent 600 requests for help. And the only one she talked to was Sidney Blumenthal, who's her friend. And not a good guy, by the way. So you know, I I got to put a correction on that. Now, tweeting.
1: Yeah. So I I can't. I don't think it was quite 600 emails that were sent, but those emails weren't sent to Hillary. They were sent to the person in the region that was in charge of the embassies, Mm. not Hillary. So the person mm-hmm. that was receiving – and that guy should have been able to pass on pertinent information to higher-ups. If he did, that's not known. But the person that was emailed was not Hillary. It was not the State Department. It was the head of that region for the State Department in Europe.
0: But she's been in politics right.
1: for 30 years. Why didn't she fix it? Yeah. And they had they also been slashed – what was – I think it was like $30 billion they lost from – uh that they didn't get in their budget of what they originally wanted for security over there.
4: Yeah. Yeah. Because of the Republican uh, sequester, I was going to, yeah. I was going to pitch that in. Yeah.
3: Happens to be a modern day form of communication. I mean, you could like it or not like it. I have between Facebook and Twitter. I have almost 25 million people. It's a very effective way Ooh. of communication, so you can put. I'm sure it down, there's no
0: duplication but there. It is a very no.
3: effective form of communication. <laughs> I'm not. And as if that
7: as fucking matters industry. anyway. Yeah. What so does that have like to do with anything? Trump have the discipline to be a good leader.
8: No. I'm <laughs> <shocked to hear>. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's 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 not only my opinion; it's the opinion of many others. Uh, national security experts, Republicans, former Republican members of Congress.
1: Every sitting but or living president?
8: Because those of us who have had the great privilege of seeing this job up close and know how difficult it is, and it's not just because I watched my husband take a $300 billion deficit and turn it into a $200 billion surplus, and 23 million new jobs were created, and incomes went up for everybody. Everybody. African-American incomes went up 33%. And it's not just because I worked with George W. Bush after 9-11. And I was very proud that when I told him what the city needed, what we needed to recover, he said, you've got it, and he never wavered. He stuck with me. And I have worked, and I admire President Obama. He inherited the worst financial crisis since the Great Depression. Yep. That was a terrible... Time for our country. We have to move along. Nine million people Secretary lost their Clinton, jobs. To... Five million homes were lost. Secretary and $13, Clinton $13 trillion dollars in family wealth was wiped out. We are back on the right track. He would send us back into recession with his tax plans. Secretary that the Clinton, we are moving to an audience question.
5: We're almost out of time. We have, we have another. Mis- Mr. Trump, since we're moving 1929. to 1929. It
3: is, uh,
0: Mr. Trump's
5: the Secretary I think the bone man's coming up. <laughs>
0: yes, Thank Ken Boone. Thank you bone. very much,
5: both of you. <laughs> we have another audience question. Beth Miller oh, has a question uh... for both candidates.
2: Yeah, fuck Beth Miller, right? <laughs> yeah, I want <laughs> Ken Bone. He's a <laughs> <most> celebrity now. <laughs> the selection is a
5: Supreme Court justice. What would you prioritize as the most important aspect of
8: selecting a Supreme Court justice? Mm-hmm. We begin with your two minutes, Secretary Clinton. Thank you. Well, you're right. This is one of the most important uh, issues in this election. It shouldn't uh, be. I want to no, shouldn't. Uh, appoint Supreme definitely Court justices shouldn't be. who understand the way the world really works, who have real-life experience, <laughs> who have not just been in a big law firm and maybe clerked for a judge and then gotten on the bench, but you know maybe they tried some more cases. They actually – understand what people are up against, because I think the current court has gone in the wrong direction. And so I yeah. would want to see uh, the Supreme Court uh, reverse Citizens United yeah. and get dark, unaccountable money out of our politics. Donald doesn't agree with that. I would like the Supreme Court to understand that voting rights are still a big problem in many parts of our country, that we don't always do everything we can to make it possible for people of color and older people and young people to be able to exercise their franchise i want a supreme court that will stick with roe v wade and a woman's right to choose and i want a supreme court that will stick with marriage equality yeah now donald has put forth the names of some people that he would consider and among the ones that he has suggested are people who would reverse roe v wade and reverse marriage equality i think that would be a terrible mistake and would take us backwards I want a Supreme Court that doesn't always side with corporate interests. I want a Supreme Court that understands because you're wealthy and you can give more money to something doesn't mean you have any more rights or should have any more rights than anybody else. So I have very clear views about what I want to see to kind of change the balance on the Supreme Court. And I regret deeply that the Senate has not done its job and they have not permitted a vote on the person that President Obama, a highly qualified person, they've not given him a vote to be able to have the full complement of nine Supreme Court justices. I think that was yeah, a dereliction motherfuckers. of duty. Yep, uh, it's I bullshit. hope that they will yeah. see their way to doing it. But if I am uh, so fortunate enough as to be president, I will immediately uh, move to make sure that we fill that. We have nine Thank justices that you, Secretary that Clinton. to work. On behalf of our people. Thank you. You're out of time, Mr. Trump.
3: Justice Scalia, Ugh. great, is judge, piece dead of shit. now. Thank died God. Recently, and <laughs> he died
1: recently. Yeah, if you didn't know.
3: <laughs> I am looking to appoint Yay. judges very much <laughs> in the mold of Justice Scalia. Boo. I'm looking for judges, and I've actually picked twenty of them
1: how how so indecisive that of you i'd highly
3: respected <laughs> highly thought of and actually very beautifully reviewed by just about everybody Be- beautifully by reviewed flowery
1: language <laughs> of oh, the
3: constitution of the united states awesome
1: google reviews <laughs>
3: and i think that this is so important also the second amendment which is totally under siege by People like Hillary Clinton. No, it isn't. I respect uh, the Second Amendment and what it stands for, what it represents. What does it stand for? It's so for? important to me. Now, Hillary um, mentioned something lead. about, uh, contributions, just so you understand. So I will have in my race more than a hundred million dollars put in of my money, meaning I'm not taking. You're going to have a hundred million dollars put into white people? All of these different corporations <laughs> like she's doing. What I ask is this. Which so has
2: already been that he
3: has been taking by money. The time it's finished, oh, yeah. I'll have more than a hundred million dollars invested. Pretty much self-funding mind. We're raising money for the... pretty shit! Re- and we're doing tremendously on the small donation. 60-
0: Although I oh, did wh- see on the most recent episode of uh, Rachel Maddow, so it was actually last night's episode of Rachel Maddow, uh, she did this whole bit about covering the events that Mike Pence has recently canceled because they were set up as fundraisers for the Trump campaign and nobody was signing up to come to the events at all. So they just canceled... Uh, at least two events. I think there may have been three.
1: Well, and he just said in two sentences, yeah, Matt's drawing over there. (laughs) I got it. That, uh, uh, he's (laughs) self-funded and has gotten plenty of small donors.
0: Yeah. That's a match. He's gotten, he's gotten some small donors, but, but but you can't uh, be self-funded and and have have small small donors. donors. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, it's bullshit, just like everything else
3: that he said tonight. Uh. $51 average or so. I asked Hillary, why doesn't she make $250 million by being in office? She used the power of her office to make a lot of money. Why isn't she funding, not for $100 million, but why don't you put 10 or 20 or 25 or $30 million into your own campaign? It's $30 million less for special interests that will tell you exactly what to do. And it would really, I think, be a nice sign to the American public. Why aren't you putting some money in? You have a lot of it. You've made a lot of it because of the fact that you've been in office. You've made a lot of well, it while you were Secretary of State. He actually.
4: thinks he's throwing down a gauntlet here.
3: Yeah,
0: which is ridiculous. And she's not a fucking billionaire. No, she hasn't. Wait. She hasn't created corporations and filed bankruptcy what six times? Oh, well, he just filed bankruptcy
1: again last week too.
0: This guy. No way.
1: Really? The Taj Mahal filed bankruptcy. I don't think he owns oh, that anymore. Great. Uh, he was, well, they said he, he dumped most of his assets out of it before filing bankruptcy, but he was still listed as a 10% owner. Mm.
3: Yeah, this fucking guy. So why aren't you putting money into your own campaign? I'm just curious. Well, Thank,
8: you about... Thank you very much. We're going to get on to one more question. But the question was about the Supreme Court, and I just want to quickly say. Very quickly. I respect the Second Amendment. But I believe there should be comprehensive background checks. And we should close the gun show loophole and close the online loophole. We have, we we have one more question, many Mrs. Lives yeah. As we possibly can.
7: We have one more question from Ken Bone. Yeah, Ken Bone! bone.
0: <laughs> Red sweater, man. What steps man. Will your
7: energy
5: policy take to meet our energy needs while at the same time remaining environmentally friendly? And minimizing job loss for fossil power plant workers. Mr. Trump, to me. Absolutely. I
3: think it's such a great question because energy is under siege by the Obama administration. Under absolute siege. No. The EPA, Environmental Protection Agency, is killing these energy companies. I just
0: noticed as we're watching this that there's a fly circling Donald Trump as he was saying this. (gasps) I wonder what Alex Jones would have to say about that. That's, I'm sure now, after listening to Alex Jones, that Donald Trump must be a demon.
1: No, we just figured out what what the, the hair technology of vibrating
0: hair is for. Is it is it to keep away the bugs? Yes. Oh, it's, it's a very advanced bug zapper. It's it's fly
1: away hair. <laughs> not, not only does it look like it's going to fly off your head, it keeps flies off of it. <laughs> Worst pun of the show to date. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was kind yeah, of creative off top of my head. I thought
2: that was pretty good. Yeah, it was good. <laughs> Fuck you, Mitch <Matt>, is jealous. <laughs> I hate tonight. I'm quitting the fucking show. <laughs> <laughs> <I'm> fucking done. <laughs> <laughs> (laughs) 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 what's ken bone have to say
3: agency is killing these energy companies and foreign companies are now coming in buying our buying so many of our different plants and then rejiggering the (laughs) plants, killing, absolutely killing our energy business in this country now i'm all for alternative forms of energy, including wind, including solar, Wait for it. But Fast we need much more than wind and solar. <laughs> and Wait, you fuck look you. look at our miners. Hillary Clinton wants <laughs> to put all the miners out of business. He's going to say it. There is a thing called clean coal. What? Coal? No, there's not. it?
0: There's no such fucking thing as clean coal. Nope. Coal comes out black and fucking nasty, and when you burn it, it's black and fucking nasty and produces tons of fucking smoke. There's no such thing as clean fucking coal. No matter how much you shower with it, if it if doesn't you're...
4: get clean. And if you filtered every single ounce of the coal exhaust from the factories... You would still have all of the residual effects of mining it, including the shit that gets into the ground yep. and the mm-hmm. runoff and all of that other bullshit. Yeah, coal is terrible. Yeah. Jesus. Which is
1: why it's dying out. We need to get rid of coal. We need to move away from it. And that's why every other industrialized nation is moving away from coal. Mm-hmm.
3: There is a thing called clean coal. Coal will last for a thousand years in this country. Now we have natural if gas can make and it so many long. other things because of technology. We have unbelievable, we have found over the last seven years, we have found tremendous wealth right under... And I just thought, why the fuck would he care
0: even if, So Donald Trump doesn't think climate change is real. It, yeah. It's not a thing. So why the fuck would he even care if such a thing as clean coal yeah. existed? And to him, it doesn't fucking matter because climate change... Isn't a thing. It's not happening. It doesn't matter. It's not anything that humans are causing. So clean coal shouldn't even be a fucking issue yeah. anyway.
2: Does he say that? Does he say what? He doesn't that, it. that uh, climate change isn't man co- isn't human caused. Co- yeah, he co- says yeah. Uh, yeah. hoax oh. perpetrated by the Chinese. Oh, okay. Yeah. By the Chinese oh, of course it yeah, is. Yeah, yeah, it's
4: it's a it's a <laughs> secret plot,
0: not so secret plot by the Chinese to stifle American industry.
2: Huh. Yeah.
1: And okay. in, in the, the, the fracking industry with get, going down there and getting out those the the natural gas out of the – not the natural gas, yeah. I've just had a brain fart. The fracking yeah, what the that nature- really yeah. is is yeah.
4: just us dig- digging down to China to take their oil.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but that's not clean either. We found out already right, it's extremely dangerous. People that live in those areas get all their waters contaminated. It starts on fire. Uh, and so it creates earthquakes. Creates, yeah, so that's the other thing I was going to say is even the, the, uh, that geological society or whatever group it was said, hey, you're fracking this area is destabilizing the ground. You should fucking stop doing this. You're going to have earthquakes. Six mm-hmm. months later, giant fucking earthquake. Yeah.
3: you hmm. So good. Especially when you have 20 trillion in debt. I will bring. Our energy companies back. They'll be able to compete. They'll make money. They'll pay off our national debt. They'll pay off our tremendous budget deficits, which are, are tremendous. But we are putting our, our tremendous
0: budget our deficits are tremendous
3: business. Yeah. <laughs> we have to bring back our workers. You take a look at what's happening to steel and the cost of steel and China dumping vast amounts of steel all over the. It's
4: pronounced yeah.
0: China. Yeah.
3: Ah, So he
4: literally in the news, like two or three days before that had been like, there was a big cover story that he bought Chinese steel for his structures, like, and the steel workers union in the U S got pissed at him about that fucking projection.
0: Oh, wow. (laughs) Jaina.
3: the United States, which essentially is killing our steel workers and our steel companies. We have to guard our energy companies. We have to make it possible. The EPA is so restrictive that they are putting our energy companies out of business. And all you have to do is go to a great place like West Virginia or places like Ohio, which is phenomenal, or places like Pennsylvania, and you see what they're doing. To the people, the miners and others in the energy business, it's a disgrace. Your time is up. Thank you. It's sir. an absolute disgrace. And actually,
0: See what they're doing to the environment. It's an yeah. absolute disgrace.
1: Yeah. It's like here in Utah where they want to go and start strip mining some of our – actually, people, a lot of people don't like the desert. I like the desert. Places are pretty badass to go visit. They mm-hmm. want to go out there and start strip mining these areas. Yeah.
7: Secretary Clinton, two minutes.
8: Well, that was very interesting. Um, <laughs> first of all – China is illegally dumping steel in the United States, and Donald Trump is buying it to build his buildings, putting steel workers and American steel plants out of business. That's something that I fought against as a senator, and that I would have a, a trade prosecutor to make sure that we don't get taken advantage of by China on steel or anything else. You know, because it sounds like you're in the business or you're aware of people in the business, you know that we are now for the first time ever energy independent. We are not dependent upon the Middle East, but the Middle East still controls a lot of the prices. So the price of oil has been way down, and that has had a damaging effect on a lot of the oil companies, right? We are, however, producing a lot of natural gas, which serves as a bridge to more uh renewable fuels, and I think that's an important uh, transition. We've got to remain energy independent. It gives us much more power and freedom than to be worried about what goes on in the Middle East. We have enough worries over there without having to worry about that. So I have a comprehensive energy policy, but it really does include fighting climate change, because I think that is a serious problem. And I support moving toward more clean, renewable energy as quickly as we can, uh, because I think we can be the 21st-century clean energy superpower and create millions of new jobs and businesses. But I also want to be sure that we don't leave people behind. That's why I'm the only candidate from the very beginning of this campaign who had a plan to help us revitalize coal country, because those coal miners and their fathers and their grandfathers, they dug that coal out, a lot of them lost their lives, they were injured, but they turned the lights on and they powered our factories. I don't want to walk away from them, so we've got to do something for them. But the in. price of coal is down worldwide. So we have to look at this comprehensively, and that's up. exactly what I have proposed. I hope you will go to HillaryClinton.com and we have, and we have my we have entire policy. One we more have,
7: audience
5: question.
8: We've sneaked in one more
5: question, and it comes from Carl Becker.
1: This was a weird question, too.
0: Carl Becker.
3: My question to both of you is... Regardless of the current rhetoric, would either of you name one positive thing that you respect in one another?
2: Oh, <laughs> that's adorable. Trump, like Trump winced. Trump literally winced at that.
8: Well, I I certainly will, because uh, I think that's a, a very fair and important question. Look, I respect no, it's not. his children. No, not well, His children are incredibly his children. <laughs> able.
1: Because they were raised by someone devoted. else. <laughs> and
8: I think that says a lot about Donald. I don't agree with nearly anything else he says or does, but I do respect that. And I think that is something uh, that, as a mother and a grandmother, is very important to me. Uh, so I believe that this election has become in part so um, so conflict-oriented, so intense, uh, because there's a lot at stake. This is not an ordinary time, and this is not an ordinary election. We are going to be choosing a president who will set policy for not just four or eight years, but because of some of the important decisions we have to make here at home, and around the world, from the Supreme Court to energy and so much else. And so there is a lot at stake. It's one of the most consequential elections that we've had. And that's why I've tried to put forth specific policies and plans, trying to get it off of the personal and put it on to what it is I want to do as president. And that's why I hope people will uh, check on that for themselves so that they can see uh, that, yes, I've spent 30 years, actually maybe a little more, Uh, working to help kids and families, and I want to take all that experience uh, to the White House and do that every single day. Mr. Trump.
3: Well, I consider her statement about my children to be a very nice compliment. I don't know if it was meant to be a compliment. (laughs) Well, that's what it was supposed to be. Of course it was
0: meant to be a compliment. (laughs) He just... That's the whole fucking basis of the question, you stupid fuck. Jesus Christ.
3: (laughs) ...of my children. And... uh, They've done a wonderful job, and they've been wonderful, wonderful kids. So uh, I consider that a compliment. Uh, I will say this about Hillary. She doesn't quit. She doesn't give up. I respect that. I tell it like it is. She gave him even look like, a holy a shit. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I actually think that was one of, one of the most fair answers for. he's given. I do disagree with her judgment in many cases. But she does fight hard, and she doesn't quit, and she doesn't give up. And I consider that to be a very good trait.
5: Thanks to both of you. I thought that was a he very did, generous I answer. think he did good.
2: I, yeah. I think he the, did good uh, there. The <laughs> <Want to thank laughs> the, uh, that was the best answer <laughs> I've heard in months.
7: That's the end of the debate, watch. and then they yeah. and
0: Then they talk about tuning into other shit, and they do their post-debate analysis, and they actually shake hands at the end of the debate. They do. Which... I think was because of that warm and fuzzy little question that was asked right there. Oh, at the and end. also,
4: Trump goes to kiss his family members, and they dodge the kiss. Yes,
2: <laughs> yes, they did. <laughs> he got Ted cruised. Yes,
1: <laughs> but not yeah. by a twelve-year-old, by his adult daughter. He was trying to get frisky with on the stage.
2: So, so I didn't, <laughs> I didn't see a whole lot of stuff. I mean, I'm not trained in body language and nonverbal human communication, but we know that it didn't seem to me like. Well, I know I I haven't accepted your advances, but that's not because of you personally. You did play footsie with me earlier tonight. It's because I'm not interested at all in anybody. Just, just uh, by the pussy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I I didn't I didn't see anything that really stood out in the way that, uh, at least the way that I've heard in the media. What what did you see?
4: So um, there was that one that one scene that I called out in particular um, I honestly need to go and review uh some of the video because I'm not entirely certain uh that different networks were kind of like taking different camera angles now at a lot of points like it made the most sense for a given you know news agency to be like taking a particular camera right uh but I feel like cuz I watched the Fox coverage Mm-hmm. Uh, when I watched the debate the first time, and there were a couple of moments earlier on in the debate and like the first third of the debate, uh, where Hillary was standing in front of Trump where it looked like he was standing a little bit closer to her, a little bit more menacingly. Mm. Um, I don't know whether or not I'm like misremembering that and maybe experiencing some, uh, uh, confirmation bias after having read the article. Okay. Um, Or if there were different camera angles and, and maybe that's why we did not see that on this ABC feed when I was watching Fox feed. Um, I don't know. Uh, but you're right. You know, I definitely found myself like thinking, ah, where was that, uh, aggression that I saw last time? Mm -hmm. Uh, you know, I found myself thinking that a couple of times during the debate.
1: Well, I, I I do probably uh, put it out there that most Every, every channel would have the same feed coming to them from the place. So, like, ABC versus NBC won't have an option to change to a different camera angle. Cause it's, I'm yeah, fairly I think, certain it'd I be think it's one just a camera. One, pool. One, yeah, yeah, one control booth sitting there feeding out to every network that wants to carry it. Hmm. Uh, but there, right. but, the, but, but the photography that was there that might have came out showing stills would be different than what the cameras were showing too
4: yeah that's true. that's true and I'm definitely gonna go and and kind of review the article that I read about the nonverbals and uh and look at the the photos that they took um because that's definitely not something that I want to get wrong yeah. um now I can't say that Trump was definitely a lot more muted than he was in the first debate you know physically his his whole demeanor was a lot more uh i don't want to say relaxed but almost subdued or uh depressed.
1: And, and that's where I almost wonder if, it, when he came into it, he knew he was—he's on a downward slope right now, and it's pretty much going off a cliff. So in that first debate, he had the energy of thinking, "I got this. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get it." And Now he's kind of more leaning
4: towards, "Well, I fucked that up." Possibly. I don't know that he has that much self awareness, though. Like if he—if yeah. he really is a narcissist, like he seems, it's going to take a lot for him to actually recognize how deep he's in.
2: Yep.
0: Yeah, well, and and, I mean, but since then, he's, it sounds like he's on a track to just burn the whole fucking Republican Party to the ground. You know, he's, he's called out Paul Ryan, he's, he's called out all of these other Republican leaders and, and saying that they're terrible, they're no good, they're harming him, and he's doing his damnedest to, to make sure that no other Republicans are elected besides him.
2: Yeah. Well, and, of course, that fits with the narcissistic personality as well.
0: Yeah. Right. Well, I hope everybody enjoyed this godless interruption. It was a little lengthy again. Covering the debate.
6: Yeah.
1: We've
0: got two,
1: no, one, No. two Two one more, more debates? One, we have one more. One yeah, more. Yeah, they're only doing the three.
0: Yeah, one more debate. It will be Wednesday, and so we'll be watching it somewhat live-ish and and recording the show and i'm gonna try to get this released as early as possible
2: a lot of editing in this one
0: before monday actually i'm gonna throw this one out fairly raw Raw, yeah fairly raw um and just yeah because okay i I think it'll i think it'll work i'm not gonna throw in drops and cuts and everything like that uh it's
1: it's long enough already
0: yeah (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it is long enough already, and I'd like to get it out just as soon as possible. so Because the debate was, I mean, we're already Mm -hmm. three days out from the debate, so I don't want to wait an entire week before it's out there. Mm -hmm. So, thank you very much for joining us, Taylor. I I know that... Hey, I appreciate you. Oh, sorry. Yeah, I was just going to say, I know you were a little bummed that you wouldn't be able to join us possibly for any of the debates because of your work situation and that this just happened to be a, a happy little bit in between in between gigs that you're doing where you were able to join us. So I really appreciate you coming on the show.
2: Me too. Well,
4: yeah. thank you. I, uh, I always love coming on. Uh, I don't know why you guys keep inviting me, but uh, it's a <laughs> lot of fun. Uh, <laughs> maybe one of these days I'll have something to actually pitch at the end of one of these shows to uh, direct listeners at, but right now I just... Don't have the time for a couple of the projects I want to start running. Uh, So thanks for having me on just to fill some air. Well, Well,
0: and and we'll be happy to promote whatever you get going in the future for sure.
4: Yeah. Well, shit. Thanks for having me on. I really appreciate it. Uh, It's good to hear you all are doing well.
2: Yeah. Yay. You too, man. It'll be good to have you in studio too.
4: Yes. Yeah. As soon as I can. uh, I'm coming up on my 10-year reunion from high school uh, this spring. So I'm kind of trying to plan like a Utah trip. Ah. Uh, and I'm hoping to swing up to salt Lake during that. So that's kind of the hope, but we'll see. Awesome. Cool.
0: Yeah. We'll keep in touch. Let us know. So we can have you in the studio. That would be awesome. Mm
4: -hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I'll be tweeting during the next debate too. So I will, uh, try and bug you guys with some of that while it's going on. Well, what's, what's your Twitter handle? If anybody wants to follow you while you live tweet the debate. Oh, God, I don't even know what my answer is I've almost ended using it again. <laughs> I'm terrible at this whole thing. Uh, it's really funny. For, for those of you who don't know, um, I actually used to write for the Dixie Sun, which is the college out of uh, the Dixie State University, um, and I, uh, I used to do, like, all kinds of news and stuff, and then I decided that I wanted to do military instead. So I totally left like all of my social media presence behind. Uh Anyway. Okay. So now that I filled that air while I was bringing up my Twitter account, um, it, <laughs> uh, let me subtly transition to it at leaning left blog, uh, which is just how it sounds. I used to run a column uh, on that paper, the leaning left, which was where I ranted about politics and whatnot. So that is how you can follow me on Twitter. It's at leaning left blog and uh, I need to unlock it. So people can actually follow me and stuff, <laughs> Yep, <laughs> uh, which I'll do by the time the next debate happens. <laughs> and I uh, tend to comment funny shit when debates happen. So yep. nice. yeah, ta- that at least
2: Taylor's super smart and and really funny. Everybody should go follow him. Um, it'll be worth your while.
4: And you can do
0: that at leaning left blog. Awesome. Yes. Sweet. Yeah. Uh, One so, last. Well, cool. Thanks for having me on. Oh, thank you so much yeah. for joining us, man. I really appreciate you coming on the show. Uh, one last thing before we shut things down for this evening. Uh, I was recently interviewed by uh, the City Weekly here in Salt Lake for an, for a coming article that I'm guessing has something to do with Halloween because the reporter asked me questions. She wanted to know an atheist's perspective on ghosts and an afterlife.
2: Oh. And you don't know anything about that.
0: Yeah. So, you know, luckily I I had, I I have this whole spiel prepared in a note that I've posted out to Facebook, the Mm -hmm. 13 spooky things about ghosts. So I was able to read some of the questions and comments that I have in that, that uh, she she found pretty humorous and, and entertaining. And I told her that, you know... As an atheist, I can't really give you a perspective on what atheists think about this because we all, atheists right. have a wide variety of beliefs yeah. about ghosts and supernatural yeah. bullshit. You know, a, some atheists
2: are idiots and believe in ghosts. <laughs>
0: yeah. Well, and I said, you know, atheists. <laughs> atheists. When you say you're an atheist, it really answers one question: it's do you or do you not believe in a god or gods? And that's what an atheist is. So I said, but as a skeptic. Yeah. This is what I think mm-hmm. and, and here's why. So mm-hmm. that should be coming out soon. I will be sure to post a link to it on our Facebook page and get it tweeted out when
2: that is released to let you all know that it's out there. Actually that was the pen ultimate thing because the last thing is thank you, Dave Morris, for your t shirt. Yes. And that picture you sent was amazing.
0: Yes. Yes. We need to get on that shit, man we need to get some shirts available and and merchandise and stuff available for people to purchase. If they they would like Dave, listener Dave Morris took the initiative and took the logo and made his own shirt that
2: he has been
0: wearing around and sent us some pictures, which I thought was fucking awesome. Yeah. So now
2: there's some limey walking around in China with a shirt with our (laughs) logo on it. And we didn't even fucking send it to him.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I just thought that was fucking awesome. Yeah. That's
2: really cool. I I have
0: not, as of the date of recording replied to his email, but it's because I've been busy with other stuff, but I wanted you to know, Dave, that I thought it was fucking awesome. Thank you so much for sending that in to us, and I will be sending you a reply very shortly. So thank you all for tuning in, and we will catch you next week. We will be re- next week we will be covering the last presidential debate yeah. of this mm, of this election. Fuck, it's about time. I'm gonna see if we can get mister <laughs> Mr. Grant Larimer in the studio with us. And you'll be here, right, Matt? Purple dragon. Yeah. Okay. All right. Cool.
2: We shall duel.
0: Alright. Well, until then, keep the revolution going,
2: people. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> I thought we were ending. Can we cut that? We'll chat <laughs> Okay, was it corny? <laughs> <laughs>
0: we'll we'll chat at you next week.
2: Bye.
1: That was last week when we or yeah, last week when we got that. Uh- that was when I turned the PC audio up. It it squeaked at us. Is that a common thing? You said it like it was like everyone would know what you were talking about. No, you. I just I was looking at you and I saw you swallow, so I knew it was you. Huh. I've seen you swallow a few times.
2: Ryan's not <laughs> any less creepy
1: in
6: studio. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh man, Ryan just showed us a picture of. Putin taking Donald Trump from behind during the debate. While, while Trump was humping yeah. the chair. <laughs>
2: yes. <laughs> I think we'll... Do you need a moment of science? That's right? the, uh... <laughs> yeah. Fuck your green bar.